Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This episode is brought to you by Simon's Song of Life. Song into existence and perpetuated in a song. <laughs> That's terrible. Hello, friends, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America. The Shire? The Shire of America? Yes. The Shire of America via Gondorian Horn, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called Ramonda, and from the North Farthing's very own Forge of Fire. Mm, I like that. I like that Where term. Where the sweat drips from the tips of the hair. The Forge of Fire. Yes, sir. This episode, we're steeped in song, drinking deep the sweet brew of the bear and trying to figure out how how lightning can be re-bottled, my friends, right? We've heard it's impossible. La, 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 la. Dude, I, I, I know that all of us have been unable to shake these beautiful melodies I'm walking in school. I'm driving yeah. in my car. I'm, I don't know, like dancing getting, in your getting gym. milk for the girls and fixing dinner. Uh-huh. And yes. And I am feeling this score and soundtrack in, in the very pulse of my heart, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, dude, it's so I've good. been lied to, as I've been lied to. Yeah. You know, our whole lives, we've been told you cannot rebottle lightning. Yeah. But here's the crazy thing, right? Bear has done something that we didn't know was possible. He took the lightning that Howard Shore unbottled. He put it back in a bottle, but not right. Howard's bottle, his own bear bottle. Yep. Okay? And the crazy thing is that when you drink Bear's bottle, it tastes just as Middle Earthy as Howard's bottle, but not as if it's imitating that bottle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's its own thing, but fits 
seamlessly. It's a taste that reminds you of something in the best possible way without trying to imitate it. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Amazing. I, it's amazing. It, it, it honestly really is crazy because, like, the more you listen to it and j- just a big takeaway here, like, yeah. you could hear stuff. You could tell that like, it, it reminded you of Middle Earth. There's one or two, three sort of little yep. runs or notes that stick together. And you're like, oh, yep. where I've heard that before. I've heard that before. Yeah. Whoa. I almost I was I was thinking right before we started recording and this thought hit, hit me. I was like, in some ways, it feels more akin and uh jigsawed into the original trilogy soundtrack than even the hobbit trilogy soundtrack Mm. like there were times and i think honestly i think what we assume would be hard maybe might be we'd have to ask our composers out there we have to ask rebecca rovney we got to ask jared lane Mm. you know all of our other friends who write music out there right Yeah. yeah we have to ask them what would be more difficult because in my mind i would think it would be more hard to go to the second age or more difficult to go to the second age, age and craft something that feels as as Middle Earth esque as what we're used to from the from the film trilogies. Right. But maybe it's harder to just like in the Hobbit's case, go back sixty years, try to reuse some of the same themes and kind of deconstruct yeah. some of the themes to show like their origins than it would be to go to a whole nother age and just show like well, to use Arondir's terminology, the seed of those themes, like the very oh, yeah. beginning of those themes. And like it, it it blows it blows my mind that that uh, he was able to do that. It doesn't feel like uh, imitation. It doesn't no, feel no. like like he's um, impersonating or anything like that. It, mm-hmm. It's it's remarkable, man. Like I I was honestly sort of afraid that that the soundtrack, whatever it was, would just kind of sound like generic fantasy music. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, how could it live up to our expectations? Mm -hmm. And for some reason, man, (laughs) Uh, I am not let down whatsoever. Like, and you're, you're talking to a guy, right? Who is like those, like all of us, right? That mm -hmm. music from the original trilogy, you know, you'd get the soundtrack like at Christmas time or before, like right when the movie was still in the theaters and you couldn't even really, I mean, you didn't, there's no streaming, right? You had to wait for the DVDs to come out back in the day. This was 20 years ago. And so you would sit there and just listen to the soundtrack and remember the scenes that went with it. And it was this way that you staved off the hunger from the movie's release in theater to when it was no longer in theater to when you could watch it at home. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yep. And, and this to me is like, I haven't experienced a soundtrack like this since, since, 2002 mm-hmm. 2001 2003 like that is the right. last time i've been this blown away by by well, music man yeah it's it's honestly it's just amazing like i i you know at first you're listening like wow there's okay this is this is new this is unique it's it's whatever it's overwhelming and then you sit with it long enough and it just the the more you sit yeah. with it uh the more it settles and the more it settles on you and it starts to kind of feel like I mean, it's, it's middle, like the connections, like you said, the seeds, you, you listen longer and and more. I know some people, we have a little, uh, like a little post too. Like some people are like, I need to like hear all this in context and whatever we'll get to in a second. Right. Cause I, I appreciate that as well. Uh, because there, there are some, but I would, I've been listening in the car. Uh, we challenged ourselves to kind of go and, you know, take some notes on some of the different, uh, you know, pieces or whatever. And I'm telling anybody, I, I, the, the more I listen to it, it just feels so natural. It feels, uh, yeah. But you, you, okay, you 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 pose the 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 idea that if you went back to the second age, would that be more difficult in terms of making something? It's it's further mm. removed. So how do you get mm. the distance? I right? know. 
in, in, in all those character arcs, but yet then have these echoes or these these little runs that like are are sort of foreshadowing what's to come. That's the crazy yeah. part is that they're in there. If you listen, you're like, what? <laughs> so I know, beauty, I know, and beauty. Like we, it's so cool because you and I have been talking about like similarities we hear between because that's what you naturally do, right? You compare what you're hearing now to the original, right, and what you love most dear, like the very first, the, the soundtracks for the the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So that's naturally what your mind does, right? Especially those were the ones that brought us into this universe, those films. So that's what we're going to do. And the music is such a big, like we talked about this for months. Like when we started thinking about who was going to do the music, I mean, way back, we were talking about Jeremy soul. We were like, will Howard Shore come back. And you know, he kind of, in a, you know, he did, uh, which is amazing. I can't wait to talk about that. But like, we were, um, we were saying to ourselves, you know, um, uh, like how, um oh yeah i just totally lost my train of thought wow what was i what was i saying well, i'm i'm swept yeah. away by the music <laughs> well, in my head i'm like listening as i'm talking and i can't even get my so, thoughts together but when we started this whole conversation <laughs> i actually thought i don't know how to talk about this because i know, I know. like 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 the like the skin changer himself is over in here doing doing magic that i i thought I was reserved He's- for wizards I'm freaking you know hypnotized, what I mean? bro. Yes, the, the, yes. He's he's feeding me honey, and I don't know where I am, and I think I hear something outside, and I can't yeah, sleep. Yeah, I'm, I'm dazed here's out. What it was. Here, here's what it was. He like so to me, the amazing thing he's done is he's gone back and he's made things. Because in my mind, I would think you have to deconstruct all these themes to make them seem older. But really, like we're kind of before Sauron like deceives and takes over. We're in a golden age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we're like in a time of peace. You hear Gilgalad talk about it. In, in the trailers when he's he's addressing the elves that this is the, an age of peace. Yes. And it was yeah. for a while. And so the music doesn't have to be um, uh, like like more it's, – it's more ancient in the sense that it's more like extravagant and um, more, more elevated and more um, almost like evolved in a way than what we see in Middle Earth. Like in, when we're sure, in, Middle, sure. in, in Lord of the Rings, when we're in Middle Earth and Lord of the Rings, everything is like decay, like the forces of good – are all decaying. You got the elves leaving. Mm-hmm, you've got Gondor mm-hmm. and Rohan like in ruins. You've got the hobbits doing their own thing. And so, in your mind, you're thinking you got to make it sound older, make it more stripped away. But really, what he's Ooh. done is he's realized no, it's got to be more intricate. It's got to be the height of music in a sense. Since yeah. the very like probably since the beginning of singing the world into existence, that this would be the highest that music has gotten back to. So it's just and and, <sighs> and you don't think about it going that direction. Then you hear it and you're like, oh my gosh, this works. This and works. It, and it should. Yeah. You're one hundred percent right because you have you've got Numenor, you've got uh yeah. you've got Moria, you've got Linden, you've got all these different places that you have to yes. represent and show at a time of peace and power and yeah. prosperity. That's a really yes. good point. And and I guess I did because they are very bright. All of these different um mel- uh, these 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 pieces. Thriving, man. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. They're they're full of life. And they yeah. feel really um yeah, they're, they're really bright, really strong. And and that's and- that's good. And the cool thing yeah, – it is. And the cool thing, right, is that we get sort of that deconstructed or like more organic feeling with the Harfoots. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. they haven't they, – in the sense that in – the, in the way that the other civilizations or races of people or groups of Middle Earth have all – they're all well-established, oh right? My. And very – Yeah. Very like at their pinnacle, <laughs> you've got the Harfoots who are like they're – they haven't even founded the Shire yet, right? They're in the wilderness. They're – so their sounds are all very stripped back, and you know you hear Simpler, the beginning of yeah, yeah, Harfoot right. life that that song the the piece Harfoot life when you're hearing like all the doom 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 yeah, uh, doom, doom, you know what that doom, reminded doom, me of? 
So yeah, I, well, I know we wanted to kind of save some stuff, but this has, I don't want to forget this. If you ever go back and listen to the redone sort of uh, victory celebration for episode six, yeah, Return of the, the Jedi, yes. the Ewoks, right? Yes, the it, Ewoks. Stuff. Yeah, it had, a, it had much more sort of um, Very... earthy. They're, they're tapping on stormtrooper helmets and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Whatever you yeah, got, dude. you make some music with it. <laughs> you make and, some music. And that's yeah. a good thing. You're right. It does have that feel. And it is it's sort of stripped back, I think, is a, well, it, an intimate word or phrase to use. Stripped but back. like it's... <laughs> It, it is definitely it, it fits. It's fitting, I guess. Uh, also intimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But because right, when, so when listen you, to this. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, just, go ahead. Just real quick. When you when you yeah. when you uh, jump to like Casa Doom or Numenor or whatever, they're mm. very complex. That feels like a lot of yeah. instruments. You can hear a lot more uh, different things going on. So that's a yeah. that's a cool that's a cool observation. Yeah. Yeah, you've got you've got excess. I've noticed that. I noticed that too with with um listening to especially you really I think you really catch it because the Elven stuff sounds pretty similar. It just sounds more like ethereal and almost kind of like uh uh utopian right the yeah, elven stuff yeah. and, but with like casa doom and you're thinking of the dwarves and and moria being at its height and then you think about uh numenor right yeah you're right they're very uh joe lewis made this great comparison because he's i've been getting all this i'm gonna read some in a second all these messages from kurt jones and joe lewis yes sir about the soundtrack and joe lewis i think he said this on the phone we, we had to call and talk because we were so pumped up right he was like dude i'm driving with annalise we're, we're driving back from I, I don't think he's driving from Toledo to Columbus or something or vice versa. And he was like, the the Numenorians are hitting me as Egyptian, like these kind yeah. of Egyptian yeah. tones. tones. And yeah. so it's cool. To, and, and Joe is very musical, too. It's cool to hear like all these different viewpoints from uh, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who have participated in musicals or have played in orchestras or currently sure. play. Like, I can't wait to hear Rebecca's takes. I cannot wait to hear what yeah. Rebecca Rodney yeah. Yeah, she said to me, she was like, or in a message to us, she said, can you, is it, it's normal to start crying before you hit play, right? That's, <laughs> that's normal. Because she would have had yeah. to have seen Howard Shore for the, for the, uh, for the main title theme and just thought, it's, oh my it, gosh. Just tears. Yeah, I All think. Right, so as we were, as we were talking about the Harfoots, right? Yes. This just hit me. This, doom, 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 before the bagpipe kicks in. Yes. How much does that sound like? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, da, 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 da. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah, little yeah. Yes. kind of like prelude Whoa. before the, the concerning Hobbit's theme. See, this is all the thing. And dude, Whoa. this guy, you know this guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Put so much into it. So sure. much thought, so much planning, so much theory. And who knows how much he was like. It seems like as much as or as little as Peter Jackson was involved. In the, in the cinematic a- aspect, like Howard Shore may have been, I don't know, maybe they, oh. maybe Bear was like, hey, dude, can you listen to this? Tell me what you think. Or, you know, uh, I don't know. Or maybe he just maybe he just consumed himself in. Well, Lane, theory. I don't know. Let's let's hold it. I don't, I don't know when yeah. we want to get to this or whatever, but the, there yeah, yeah. is in war. I think we're going to we have a whole segment we'll talk about later just in terms of rights and what's going on, what they can and can't. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, different yeah. interesting conversations, because yeah. there's definitely clearly when they said I, I read an article uh, weeks ago that there is a some sort of unspoken or some sort of partnership. Well, here it is. Yeah. Howard, Howard Shore yeah. is involved yep. you said a couple episodes ago you, you were like uh, there there is a weird sort of like uh there's like one foot in like a toe in the water here on this being 
connected sort of and feeling yes. like yes. So something 20 years ago that we've seen the 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 trilogy and then also yeah. like oh uh, let's let's also take that toe back out of the water but yet here it's, it's <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean it's a different i don't know yeah. who knows no idea but it's beautiful and it's wonderful and if it's creating good stories in a good world and a good experience for people whatever they worked out or whatever the whole thing is i'm happy about it because when we talk about peter jackson being ghosted and that was a joke uh by the way for people listening that but we were just reading the article title there anyway. uh but you know the, the idea was that there was something that they just could not uh do maybe that wasn't a part that's yeah um, this step too far you know that's 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 treading water in in the same pool versus just dipping your toe back in with howard George. Yes. although yeah. the ironic thing is that that toe carries a lot of weight it's a it's a yeah, big it toe because it's a big toe, it's be, a big toe. Uh, howard shore i mean music <laughs> is everything like that you want the feel like the Dude. world is created in that and I, yeah it, music does the score does so much it is literally so 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 important i think over the years i think star wars and other other projects but for sure have shown that i mean you you see yes. what john williams has done you're like okay wow that this everything that that uh this man's working in is gold it's turning out yes. to just be straight fire so yeah this is cool I'm, I'm really 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 happy that he was involved and that the research was done that there's that attention to detail we won't even know again yeah. you and i are just hobbits and so i i played right. the viola you played the cello and we played for we pretended to play i did anyways i mean um, dude, I, we both could have been first chair you know if we would have cared you know could have been just didn't submit my tape on time to mr lawson so <laughs> shout out to him goodness gracious man uh, I, didn't, I didn't show up at uh, graduation ceremony to play so i got kind of Right, knocked you down for that. Yeah, that was not a good circumstance look. for, for yeah, no heck, no three hours, ten hours, oh, yeah, whatever. Else. <laughs> but anyways, no. I mean, I think if we're picking up on this, and really, our you know, we're sitting here just getting the feels. Yeah, and yeah. when again we wait in I there a little been... bit, I'm drowning in all this. Like the the different like oh, as oh, I listen it's... to those things, I'm I'm just like blown away. It... It's it's the the way they've unleashed the floodgates, right? It, it mm. feels like the Ents just pulling, release the river. That's what yeah. it feels like right yes. now. It's like they said, "Hey guys, when August hits, let's let's just blow everyone's minds so that they're in a stupor when they enter Middle Earth again." I I do want to give a huge shout out to my dad. All right, yeah, my dad, because we we talked about we brought up the music a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Remember when we said we were only going to record one time before I know. the episodes came yeah. out, and it's been every week since because week. we're just yeah. so amped. I mean, dude, I, I was telling Kurt Jones, I haven't been this excited for oh, yeah. anything cinematic, movie, TV, anything for 20 years since the since I knew about Lord of the Rings and anticipated the Two Towers. I have not been this excited, mm -hmm. and I have not been this full of anticipation and just I I don't know. Like, it's going to be really hard. They're going to have to. They're going to have to really try in order to disappoint me i think i'm just i'm ready for it i feel like the yeah, spirit is yeah. there and I'm, I'm amped but but dad and i were talking about this because i said as and i brought up the music you know we we're talking about you know like what it's gonna be like and we've got a composer and stuff mm -hmm, and dad mm -hmm. was like he he said this straight up and and i remember him having this um comment he was like do you think howard shore is gonna be involved in any like capacity yeah and i was like yeah. i don't know i was like i don't know maybe uh that's a good yeah, thought because i think it's when we just had found out about about bear mccreary yes yes like being, being the, the composer. composer sure and he was like he's got to be involved somehow and i was like yeah i don't know maybe maybe, maybe they just like, don't maybe wanna, they, maybe they know, talked or whatever maybe they ghosted him you know <laughs> and, yeah and, <laughs> yeah and and dad was like i don't know man and of course you know like uh, we see that first uh, that first main the the main title uh, mm -hmm. theme that comes out in Howard Shore and it was Sarah dude I was in such I told you this I was so blown away that 
the soundtrack was released last week. I mean, I wasn't anticipating it being released. Oh, yeah, I don't right. know why. It just hit yeah. me out of nowhere because we're, we're just thinking about all these visual aspects and just we're planning what we're going to do right. in yeah. response and stuff. And so it just dropped and I was like, dang, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I listened to the main title and I'm like, man, that sounds a lot like the Middle Earth we know. And yeah, Sarah's yeah. like, Lane, am I reading this correct? We're texting back and forth because she's listening at the same time. She's like, I see Howard Shore's name on yeah. that first track. Is that, am I seeing that right? And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I thought of the genius of that too, right? The main title theme, the opening, what gets you into every episode, like a speed bump almost, mm-hmm. or a gate. It's an entryway. And you pass through that. And I, I, you know, I don't know. Is it like some kind of placebo effect or subconscious thing that you hear that and you go oh okay and then everything else fits in it acts as the perfect bridge and the fact that it's going to be in the beginning of every episode it's going to like rewire our brains to go okay Mm. yeah this is this is middle earth like this is so the fact that they said we want howard shore involved and specifically to to create Mm -hmm. not like in partnership but to envision a and maybe he did it first maybe he did it after he heard some of bear stuff Maybe he just like took his own uh, interpretation of Middle Earth way back, but yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it is, it, it it works perfectly to mesh the two together in a way that I wasn't expecting. And the fact that it's the first thing we hear, and it and it primes us and and triggers us and gets mm-hmm, us ready mm-hmm. for what we're about to see. It's it's brilliant, man. It, it's, it really it, yeah. is brilliant. It's, and it's, his willingness to come back, like he's always been a guy to me who seems like he has done. Middle Earth and Lord of the Rings because he truly loves it. Like he truly yeah. loves it. I mean, Howard Shore's done a lot. He did a lot before. He's done a lot since. He's right. done a. I mean, he did like the soundtrack for Seven, the okay. movie Seven yeah. with Brad wow. Pitt and Morgan Freeman. Very different type of movie right. and sound, right? And um, so he's he's like got a very his, his skill um like his skill set is very diverse, but. Like it seems like he's always had this affinity for for Lord of the Rings, just a true love, and yeah, yeah. for him to be involved that way, I don't know. For fans, I think it means a lot. It means a lot, and it's it almost does. like a a stamp of approval and like a uh, an endorsement of sorts. That I don't know. Maybe that does. Maybe some people are, are sitting here thinking you guys are fanboying out because you know Howard Shore is involved, and like maybe maybe that helps me. You know, it's like when you meet someone and someone someone you don't know, but you have got a mutual friend, right? And that mutual friend's like, Hey, it's a really great lady or an awesome dude, you know, yeah, yeah. take my word for it. You're really going to get along. It does help, help you Settle see in. through a different lens. Yeah. yeah, and frame. yeah. Yep. And so maybe that's what's going on, but whatever is happening, it's working for me. And yeah, the fact that dad called that. And then, then we were talking about, I actually forgot that he said that. And we were talking about the, the main title. Cause I was playing this music for my mom and dad. And my daughters, they're they're loving it. And Vigo's listened to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, Dad's like, yeah, I mean, I, I figured that would be the case, Lane. Why would he not? And I was like, I don't know. They didn't involve Peter Jackson, Dad. So maybe I was doing yeah. Well, you know what? Hey, on that, I, well, I want to mention something. So I, I actually <laughs> yeah. think – so I, yeah. I, I think the – and I could – I'm just spitballing here. I have no idea. Not Get getting, yep. You know, not getting paid you to say involved. anything this, all right? right but sure. not, on the, not on the payroll. Uh, sure. But I feel like I feel like the creators, though – you know, they did that, that article release, you know, uh, with the whole, this information that Peter Jackson was actually sent something. Okay. The the fact that they even released it out there, 
I actually think was more to maybe it leaked whatever, but I think mm-hmm. what it does for fans is say, hey, they tried. Intentional. Yeah, like yeah. like yeah. like they actually were. It, they don't want because when you see Howard Shore, you're like, well, wait, why didn't they ask Peter? Je-? Well, they did. Yeah. But then it's like – it's almost like their legal team comes in and says, hey, by the way, part of that big old contract no, negotiation thing we're going through, mm-hmm. uh, you right. guys – that guy we can't talk to. And you know right. what I mean? Like that's probably what happened. And and that's okay because for us as fans, I just – whether it's my own headcanon as to what happened or whatever, it doesn't matter. We're never mm-hmm. going to know. Uh, but I feel like that was cool. That's the, okay. They at least sent yeah. it. And then, yeah, they didn't follow up to him. Are they, whatever <laughs> they're, they're bad but uh that's okay that's a that's a minor thing you get a lot going on a lot of pieces it was covid tons of stuff's going on that's true you that's know true. i mean really sincerely like that that they're I, reading sort of what happened when the pandemic hit in their mid you know like uh, bayona was talking about that right uh just uh-huh. in terms of everything stops the pandemic yep. hits everything they were like trapped stop, in New Zealand. Man. yeah yeah Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's that that affects all those things, too. And communication, getting back to people. So I, I truly think the spirit of this is they tried to get these people involved and they wanted this yeah. this sort of unspoken little partnership or whatever. And we're willing to pay for it, too. Uh, so, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I think to myself, like what you said, I, I almost think as when you're talking about dipping a toe, like having a toe in the water. Right. Yeah. And not swimming in the same pool. Right. And not refusing to get in and just sunbathe very like, I think to myself <laughs> it is very hobbity but i think like maybe that's the way it had to be done maybe yeah. if you go and you swim then the direct comparisons are way too much to handle and it cripples kind of like what happened to the hobbit right a little bit sure let's be honest like we, we were comparing the hobbit to the original trilogy and nitpicking and finding things wrong right that weren't yeah. really wrong and maybe it's because it was so close in time too maybe you need 20 years and not like 10 years in between but it was it was like we were comparing Jackson to Jackson. We were comparing Weta to Weta. We were comparing like, you know, even Howard Shore to Howard Shore. And it was, it was, it was like too, too much of the same soup. And so maybe you, you couldn't totally just, you know, stay on dry land. You got to at least, yeah, put a, put a toe in and make sure it's the big toe. And I think maybe that's the only way to make it work. And people are always going to be upset. You, You and I were talking about, I tagged you in a post Oh, uh, for the most recent goodness. trailer and talking about the power of music. Okay. Here's something else too. Cause wow. you know, uh, my dad and I were talking about this too. I, I was like, is music. I asked him this I said, is the music. Cause he was talking about how important it is. I was like, yeah, it's like a main character. It's the, the music of these, of this universe is just as important as any character. It's just as important as even the story sometimes. And if you think about how Tolkien rooted his, the origins of his story in music anyway, Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The yeah. very world was sung into existence like that even b- takes on a new level. And then if you think about um, um, it happened again, bro. I swear I'm you, hearing you, these <laughs> melodies in my head. <laughs> and I'm like, just, it's like sirens drawing me to the rocks. And I can't. <laughs> L- L- Lane's literally got his course laid. And then he looks, he's looking to the side. There's a big old sea monster swimming in the, you know, and, there, and, there, and there's, and there's Gladriel all, out there. And he's like, I got to go save her. Yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? I need Finrod's little dagger thing. Um, this is why we're left all off all the lists. It's my fault. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no. So the character of music is so important. And 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 I asked him. I'm like, is it the most important? I said, is it yeah. more important than the story? He's like, no, Lane. You can't say that. You can't. There's no way. And I was like, yeah, okay, maybe. I said, but maybe just as important. And then I told him, I was like, they just released like one of the final trailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you noticed they release more of these little character? Um, 
like oh, featurettes yeah. again today. Yeah. My God, I can't even keep up with. It. I'm not even going to try talk, to. But yeah, I, we can I, talk I about wanna, that later. Yeah, because there's yeah. there's a couple really good ones. There, I know. Um, yeah, I have one one shot in particular that's standing out in my mind that I can't wait to talk to you about. Um, okay. We'll do that. Yeah, uh, at the end. But um, so stay tuned, guys. Yeah. Uh, two hours from now, guys, we'll be. We'll take <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Short episodes, but the, and we're not recording again until the show comes out. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. the um, the music aspect being uh so important like i think that i think you're right though you know, I, I i tagged you in this in this trailer and yeah. all the comments all the comments are trash oh tolkien's rolling in his grave this will never be lord of the rings all these trolls mm-hmm. keyboard trolls out there just bashing it and i'm like i wonder if part, I, they've been doing that for every single one but this one i'm thinking to myself because they put like a, a modern song yeah on this yeah. most recent trailer and for some reason it does affect the visual aspect for me, not to the point where I'm thinking, oh, this is garbage. I would never. It still is beautiful, and I still trust mm-hmm, the process. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think it's really, like, honestly, cool. We've never seen, like, a modern song put to a Middle Earth trailer. We've never seen that. Yeah. Someone was in there like, when when is, like, um, death metal going to get their chance? Because, like, there's so many, like, hardcore metal <laughs> bands that are, like, all about Tolkien. That, yeah, that are, but yeah, yeah. That would be awesome, too. That'd be but, cool. Yeah, it, it didn't quite have the same look even you know what i mean when mm-hmm. you're when you're hearing when you're watching it with that with that um like audio input uh of just like a modern song it does change it yeah but, I, I think it's more attraction yeah. too it's it's one of, it's it's different you stop for a second Wait, what is this what's what are they doing here that's what's true happening? You yeah know what I mean? yeah it's a yeah. marketing and tactic i think it, it is um, it is well and it's almost kind of like in a way you know i don't know well we have like we didn't in the soundtrack but for every soundtrack, um, you know, whether it was Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit, we had a like a featured artist at the end. Sometimes a couple mm-hmm. of them. Uh, yeah. Fellowship, it was Enya. Uh, Two Towers, it was Ooh. Emilini Torini or something. She did the Gollum Didn't song. Ed Sheeran then it was do something. Ed Sheeran did something for The Hobbit. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, Billy Boyd, right? And then yeah. Uh, yeah. what was the guy for the an unexpected well, journey? I can't remember his name. And then um, yeah. Annie Lennox for Return of the King. So they each had a a featured like song that was, you know, done in the same style, obviously. Sure. But yeah. Kind of in the style of that, of that musician as well, though. Exactly. Like, because Ed Sheeran is a lot very of much Ed Sheeran. Thing. Yeah, it's yeah. an Ed Sheeran song. That Enya yeah. song, uh, "May It Be," is very Enya. Like you listen right. to Enya, and Enya has a lot of like Middle Earth themed songs. She has Lothlorien. I'm so um, glad you brought that up, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's dude. So like, true. let's just chill. Let's yeah, chill. Let's so calm all these down. things that all these trolls, right? All these keyboard trolls. And I've been wanting to say this for a long time. Okay. You know what? Yeah. And we feel like we kind of have every episode, but I think all these trolls—they don't see the full picture. They—they they pick and they cherry pick what they remember from Lord of the Rings. They cherry pick what they remember from, from The Hobbit, even, and they deify this stuff and they act like, well, that's the only way to do it. These were the same people as who were upset with Legolas's blonde wig, and they were the same people who were upset mm-hmm. with Elijah Wood being nineteen, and there were the same people who were upset with Gollum's song at the end of Two Tower soundtrack. Yeah. Like it's just, just chill out, man. Like yep. see it for first of all, watch a an episode first. I know. See right? an episode in its entirety, and like, can you imagine? Too, I honestly just believe it. Social media is just garbage. Um, yeah. That or it can be. It has the potential for garbage. Right? It's like that's like well, the ring because no, the ring pe- is terrible. But people use it. It's, yeah. it's, it's the way that they use it. It's uh, it's like crazy. It's you, the way they use it. Yeah. You're sitting there, and I mean, I, you haven't seen. You, you're watching a trailer. I don't know. You're, yeah. You're just. And some it, of the comments my were mind, awful good. Like that one reel that we were on, oh, I was like, dude. this is a joke. I mean and, and people and people like talking about diversity, saying like, 
saying like what's up with the diversity in middle earth i'm like dude what what are you talking about yeah, Where it's, are you wait a second. coming it's from? Middle Earth. It's Middle Earth. Earth. It's one of the most diverse. Earth. Right, right, so. dude. We came from them, guys, in oh, Tolkien's mind. Oh, my um, goodness. You know, it. whatever. Okay, someone's going to get upset that I said that, too. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever. You can't please anyone yeah. or everyone. And, but, or yourself. But you, or myself, even. <laughs> Not never. I never please myself <laughs> with my dongle. And, oh, boy, but I boy. just think to myself, like... um. If, if social media would have been around for the original trilogy, we would have seen the same things before all these films. And yeah, yeah. the sad thing is I think it sways some people. Like some people – I know. They, they might be on the fence. In. Well, and we've had a couple messages from people that's been uh, not to like you know celebrate what we do, but it's not just you and me. It's like this, this whole oh, upper no. community yeah, yeah. that we are a part of that, that we learned from. Like Kurt Jones and I were just talking and things that I had – like we learn from each other. Like he taught me something mm-hmm. today, you know, and I might teach him something someday. Probably mm-hmm. not, but it could happen. Maybe, yeah, it, maybe. maybe I'll show him how to t- really t- uh, make a potato. All right. Man, Kurt, oh, since you haven't slam, I'm just saying you run her up both times, bro. That's, that's no, a slam on okay. a potato competition. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't teach him to do that even, but you know, here. like I, I think to myself, we've gotten a couple messages from, from uppers who are like, I was kind of on the fence about what I was seeing before listen to some of the new episodes and you guys made some really good points and I'm feeling excited again. Like it was, yeah, yeah. it helped shift the focus. Cause if you are on the fence and someone spews a bunch of negative stuff, yeah, yeah, it can tilt you. And if someone spews a bunch of now, hold on a minute. Yeah, sure. Maybe that's something we're not used to, but that doesn't mean that's negative. That could mm-hmm. be a positive mm-hmm. thing. And look at all these things that they're doing and look at the precedent that we have in the original trilogy and in the Hobbit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that can help sway well, something, someone to the, the the light side i don't know yeah no for sure man I, i've always been sort of like like air on the side of especially early on air on the side mm-hmm. of, of positivity and pointing out what's good etc let it settle for a little bit you know it's sort of yep. like when you're i don't know I'm, I'm not really good at like you know the whole wine testing thing thing whatever people, <laughs> I, okay I, people are like where's this going he, he does this sometimes where he just he drifts no, no, off no, no. and where's this gonna, yeah, like where, where is this gonna go Let's uh, but yeah. you, you know, as I've you know, as you swish it around your mouth, whatever, uh, <laughs> it, it, like you're supposed to, like, I, yeah. yeah, I don't know what you're supposed to do with it, but I know that right away, <laughs> that first sip, you gotta like let it like get to the back Linger. of the throat. I don't know, yeah. like, it, it's something. You get the full taste of it. You you do like the whole mouth tasting. Not thing. a big wine connoisseur, the front right? Of the tongue, IPAs the back of the maybe, tongue. but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. So you you you, you I, I I guess I would I would reserve that until so okay we've seen the season there will be critiques there will be things and i've always felt like really if you frame it well even just saying man i missed that that was so hidden that was so whatever or or i didn't get it i had to watch it a couple times maybe that's what the showrunners want maybe it's something that's that they thought was more obvious that isn't etc all those things break down and they happen and sometimes maybe there's a uh Maybe they do Galadriel's theme, and people are like, "Well, I'm going to do a little, you know, rework it a little bit." I like it, but maybe yeah, yeah. all of a sudden there's a bunch of people coming out saying, "I really didn't like, didn't feel it, wasn't connecting with it," and that's something they want to adjust. Maybe Bear says, "All right," maybe tweak well, it. Maybe, Who knows? Or, or maybe, maybe you bulldoze ahead and you say, "No, that you believe in yourself," and yeah. people start to kind of go, "Okay, like it's it's now growing and evolving. All of this is going to yes. evolve for yeah, five seasons." Gonna, yep. Yeah, so. maybe maybe Bear already has it mapped out like 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 the showrunners do, like sure. Payne and McKay do. Maybe Bear has is starting with a particular musical theme, knowing where it's going to evolve in in five seasons. That's a long time. That's all. Yeah, and, and that's and awesome. He, he'll have to, he'll have to change. Yeah, it's so awesome, and he'll have to change. He'll have to change sounds because you can't like you can't have the same same sounding score for five. It would just be too much. 
every show evolves over time. And then you have this body of work that is, I mean, that's a thing about, we're going to get five soundtracks with the show. I don't think people uh, have really thought. So a lot of those criticisms and and different things, I don't think people are realizing what's going on. They're actually going to, they're they're cheating themselves out of an experience really is what they're doing. They're already, and be careful what, you know, getting too close to that fire and getting burned up and then not being able to sit by it and enjoy it and roast some marshmallows on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without Uh, being roasted or others roasting you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, no, I do. You get what I'm saying? I, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly think like the way the way Bear has made to your point, and this is something I actually wrote down because I didn't want to forget, like the way that Bear has made allusions to the music we love while mm-hmm. remaining yeah. true to his style as a composer. Like if you listen to this and then you go listen to the Outlander stuff, you're like, yeah, this is like signature Bear. Like it sounds like Bear you're McCreary, right. but it also sounds like Howard Shore. Like I don't think we're even able to full and maybe that's why I'm so like I'm losing my train of thought thinking well, about this music is because we're not able to fully appreciate it or even comprehend it yet man I think that this is going yeah. we're going to look back on this soundtrack cuz this is the crazy thing right we've always said oh music in middle earth tower sure I think in in 10 years uh-huh. in 10 years time maybe even maybe five ads and we're going to still be doing this in yeah. 10 years we'll look back and go oh there's there's two composers in Middle Earth, yeah, yeah, it's impossible to separate the yeah. two. Like, it's bare, and it's sure, and right, like there's, right. and and then then you start thinking, you're like, okay, well, who else? Who sure. else could add to this to this universe? And if it's done carefully, and if it's done by people who care about That's the right. content, That's and who right. are also talented, you can't just be talented, or you can't just care about the content because there's a lot of people, all these keyboard trolls, think that they could do a second age show. And let me tell you what, oh. Like ninety nine point nine of them percent of them couldn't do a show that would hold our attention for two seconds. But you know what I'm saying? Like you have to have both. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. that he has both. And that's the other thing too. You know, we were talking about talking about Payne and McKay, right? Mm-hmm. Those dudes listened to the soundtrack. Those guys were obsessed oh, yeah. with with these with these movies and, and, sure. and know how important music is. So the fact that we sometimes it's funny, I think because they're creators now, we think of them as being like, Well, they weren't ever you know, like this is their, this is purely their own thing. They realize, and they've talked about this. They, I think, very early on, they said they felt like hobbits taking the ring to Mordor. Yeah. That this that this project uh, for them, and that gets forgotten. He'll call back. Lane Smith. There we go. Dark one striking. Felt like I fell into the fire there myself. But this, <laughs> you cast yourself into the, the fire. <laughs> Help me, Sam. Help me, yes. Like, uh, you know, we forget that that was their mentality going into it. Like, this, this yeah, seriousness yeah. Of, of feeling like Frodo and Sam on this quest to to achieve something great. Like, Absolutely. that was their mentality. And so, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that in and of itself, most other people wouldn't have. Like, you've heard of people like getting in franchises or whatever or whatever it is and just being like yeah it's fun you know whatever oh, no i didn't really watch the movies don't really care it's just cool like it's just, just another the- thing for them and they're they're yeah. in a massive franchise and it hurts the fans sometimes when they're sort of like yeah i don't even really know all the characters from the other <laughs> stuff i'm just yeah. doing this to get a paycheck and roll and right. that all that right. sucks when you hear that cuz you're like wait i but i mean I don't know. So it's it's because yeah. you want people with the attention to detail and you want them. I don't know. I, I would be more than willing to go out and support a project, pay for that extra attention to detail from these creators like like Bear and the and, and the showrunners and the actors and, and everyone who's pouring their hearts and souls into this to yeah. get that 
quality of of yes. um, project. You know what I mean? Just yeah. because it's so much yeah. more meaningful. So, and they yeah, are and those fans. That's the thing. I know. You know, like, like I know. they really are. I mean, even think about Ishmael Cruz Cordova and his his story of like growing up playing as a little boy in Costa Rica, wanting to be an elf. Sure. Yeah. And it's those stories, man. It's those stories that give this so much more depth. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. Well, and just I, build the ex- yeah. So real quick, the, the what was it, a couple of days ago? There was the um, in New York they had the premiere, right? So yeah. uh, mm-hmm. just looking at the cast out there and and they're signing, they're doing different things, they're they're posing, yeah. they're what they all in everything that I've seen behind the scenes, and we saw early on them commenting and liking people's each other's yep. posts and stuff like that. Yep. We, so we used that to friendship, talk about that you know, all the time. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. That's the that's the level, they, by the way, to which we were covering this. That which was like, did they like each other's posts on Instagram, and were they yeah, commenting we were. on each other's stuff? And commenting, we we so. literally, I, I remember episodes where we would literally say, hey, you know, they're commenting on each other. They showed up, they they got a picture together. They're definitely in New Zealand. They're hanging uh-huh. out. We talked about the the camaraderie off screen that was apparent through social media when no one else was following these people, right? We were talking about that, yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool to see that because imagine like they some of them might not have seen each other for quite a while sure. you know until this until this big uh press tour and premieres and stuff and then to to see each other i mean you heard you know in the in the lord of the rings trilogy when they talked about going like on the and the you know the all the press stuff they did in japan and then in in mm-hmm. in the uk and then all over the world that they would it was like a reunion and a party for them where they got to be together and they would yeah. you know yes they were they were always talking about their their stories and their experiences together and it was like this beautiful reunion that they had and so to see this the, you know this new cast and crew looking the same way like you said on the on the red carpet laughing yeah. joking around and, and like hugging themselves. each other yeah. yeah like it that makes me feel so good about me too what we're gonna see and because that chemistry will come through on the well, screen baby when you got a rondier and bronwyn trading seeds which yeah. maybe that was the intimacy right there just the, the think about that we're gonna oh. plant some seeds one before the battle and one afterwards. Wow. Hello. Well, wait till we get to Come our, I, wait till we get I to our songs maybe later. We're gonna, I, I think we're also going to see some nudity in Moria in the dark, if you know what I mean. They were fired up in all the behind-the-scenes stuff, some, like the, yeah. the actors talking about the, their relationship. Uh, was Is it Durin and Diza? Princess Diza? Yes. Oh, my. It got a little spicy. And I was like, oh, oh, oh yeah. okay. Then, that new featurette, I was like, wow, okay, this is where we're going to see it, babe. Uh-huh. It's going to happen here. It's going to go down in the dark. Yeah. It's, it's not under the blankets. It's under the mountain, buddy. It's uh, – <laughs> we. they had to get some oh, real – I mean, you jokes. know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, think about that. That's that's a level, right, which they're like, well, okay, hold on a second. We really need an intimate – that's why the intimate coordinator was such a big deal. Uh, hey, we got to show how these things spring out of holes in the ground. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. Uh, no, Sorry. no. it just seems like – yeah, it seems like they're having such a good time. And, and we've yeah. watched our, our four hobbits who are now – you know, you've got the friendship onion, right? You, you've yep. got Dom and Billy still doing stuff and they're friends. Yep. And you, I think when you went to New Zealand – and you've talked about like a lot about this. You, you escape. You get away. I mean it's just – Oh, yeah. It's its own sort of world. It feels like Middle Earth, right? So yeah. to go yeah. there, I think even some of the actors who maybe uh, were cast and then decided not to get involved in the project it's such a commitment is it not to yes. like go there and 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 to put you know invest five years of like going there and staying and then you have the pandemic hit and then how long can you yeah. can you keep this up i mean i imagine that was all the conversation that was going on and you have families and relationships and things that are really important so you go there and you really have to bond with with the cast and the crew right tammy lane I'm, said that 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even yeah, even if you think just to just think about the isolation alone, like I was in New Zealand with my wife, right? Yeah, on yeah. our on our honeymoon. And there were times where we felt lonely. Like it is such a uh, a remote place in the world mm-hmm. that it's it's like almost it's almost like equal parts beautiful and terrifying. Like yeah. it's almost maybe the closest <laughs> you can get to like the afterlife. I honestly think if you go to New and maybe it's the weirdest description of New Zealand ever, and Kiwis are kind of be like, like I can't believe this guy. <laughs> like Jimmy O'Connor's like, what is wrong with you, Lane? Talk up the. Con-. It's not a bad thing though. I think it. I think that's why part of it's so. I mean, it's visually stunning no matter what, and it's yeah. the most beautiful, like, uh, uh, like fantastical-looking place in the world. But um, it, it does feel like you're not really on Earth, and sometimes that's kind of terrifying in, in a beautiful way. And so, and, yeah, you're right. The pandemic hitting, like, we all thought the world was ending, right? Everyone mm-hmm. did. So think about the energy that that added to their filming when they could film. Right. Under yeah. those circumstances or even just, yeah, like that isolation and feeling cut off like that would that would be energy and juice you'd bring to your performances as actors and actresses that in some cases, like think about the Southlanders and their 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 battle that they're going to have with the orcs and like Arondir getting captured and being taken away and, and fighting in that pit with all these, you know, these orcs and everything. Uh, that's totally fitting for what they their characters were going through. So yeah yeah man it is so yeah. exciting uh yeah and there's the bond that you would feel there uh you would really lean on each other and it's just really cool to see it's very reassuring and maybe it's just what middle earth does to people you know like mm-hmm. maybe that's just kind of what what happens but yeah uh, l- yeah l- let me bring up a point here real quick so just before yeah. we get too far off of the the, the trolls last thing i want to say just just real quickly <laughs> and i'm gonna try to be positive about this so i'm, I'm reading so I'm, we're, we every time we do these episodes we're clicking on instagram and we're kind of reading through stuff or whatever right yeah and there's a comment i'm not gonna list the username i have no idea who it is again there's there's hundreds and thousands of people commenting on these posts or whatever right yeah. uh and and someone just kind of said you know they're they're still pretending like everyone loves it as if uh, you know, there was never any negative backlash. It's hilarious, is what this person what? says. And then someone's like, "Well, no, nah, I can't judge it based off casting alone. I'll watch the first few episodes, then I'll judge it." And this person kind of goes on, you know, okay. And that same person, the for the initial post, he comes back and he's sort of like, "Okay, maybe that makes sense." Uh, my point is that the studio yeah. is pretending as if there is no obvious negative opinion with everything that has been released so far. Here's the thing. What? Th- Where, this show, I, so I think he's saying like the studio is, is acting like there's not some negative, like that these trolls Why aren't out they? there. Why would they? That's Why what I was going to say. Who cares? I just want to throw this out there because I think if you're a troll, like I'm going to go out there and, and rave Let's away go, on, 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 on the keyboard. Let's no one really yeah. cares. And the show especially doesn't care because right. they know how awesome they are and right. they know how great this show is. Is right, that you right. actually it's it's sort of um oozing with that confidence really which i think is awesome they're just kind of coming out saying like we did this it's i think it was either painter mckay who was uh on stage and they were talking about like it's so cool to see other people really you know start to you know like appreciate this and show their support and yeah, and, and, yeah. and things like that because they've been they've just been in locked in a room right uh locked yeah, in studios locked in different like, five years where, yeah. wherever you know working on this thing and yeah. put all of their you just do everything you can to to make a masterpiece, right? You throw everything yeah. you have at it. You go back, you rework stuff, you do whatever. And if you put that level of energy in, I just feel like everybody was on board. They, The things that they're talking about and just in terms of, and again, we haven't seen it, but I'm just going right. to push back. Yeah. I mean, I guess if people are going to go out there and sort of, you know, 
throw a lot of negative things into the ether, I kind of want to go out and throw a lot of positive things at it because Absolutely. all the dialogue yeah. from them is very confident. And, hey, we, we saw and you know, like a director, Bayona, who we really liked, and we said, let's keep this guy on. Yeah, stay around. Let's actually let's actually uh, let's kind of narrow in on who we like and the style and who's really fitting with our team. You know what I mean? They started to to kind of evolve and 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 sort of reef. I don't know, like uh, forge throughout this whole process, right? There, it's a it's a forging. So it was cool. I think it's really cool to see that. And I guess to to people who are saying that, they're acting as if they yeah. What are they going to do? Come out and like we know there's a bunch of trolls who don't like that we've. You know, our that's casting so decision. The, no Doesn't one's going to do that. No, they're yeah. not going to acknowledge yeah. your energy. That's the thing. You're above and away right. from that. You are right. beyond that. That's what the elves are, right? That's, they don't – we're not getting right. We're not getting down in there. And the hobbits are too. They're also like we're over here doing our own thing. Like you guys can go go about your business and be <laughs> negative. I don't know. I mean right. it's just weird. It just, it's just it, – it's weird. And there's actually – there's yeah. fewer, by the way, I want to say this. There yeah. are fewer and fewer of them. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing. I don't know people are noticing this. Like, get out of that while you can, because there are yes. like people are starting to shift and say, like, all right, yeah, maybe I was a little too, 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 too in, you know, I don't know, in the, in the fire, and I was getting yeah. burned up. So, well, and here's the thing too, like that. Some of those opinions, like some of them, some of them are garbage. Like some of them are just hateful, and I, some I don't know, jealousy and like some weird z- jealousy, even for like the tri- like you got to defend the trilogy somehow. I, I don't know. It it's stands weird on its own, to me. Yeah. It's, yeah, like it, I don't understand the point. This is not like, rivaling the trip. Like it's just it's, it's a not. It's not. It's yeah. It's supposed to complement it and sort of like elaborate upon the universe. But yeah, so so some of those are hateful. Some of them might have good points, right? But just for like sure. you, to your point, save it, save it until you know what you're talking about. You're basing your reactions off of whether you like the actors and actresses or not. Yeah. If you like the visual components that they put together and whether I heard someone going on about the chain mail for the Numenorians the other day. Really? And I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Really? This yeah. is what we're talking about. Like, because it seemed like it was like it was supposed to be metallic, but it, it folded like, um, like oh, material clothing yeah, 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 fabric. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. dude, maybe it's supposed to be fabric. Just because it's uh-huh. like scale-like and fish-like doesn't mean it's supposed to be chainmail or or some armor. Well, look at like, that. What, look that's at that what myth. you're focused on. You're looking look at, at that the myth world that was on Frodo. I mean, like you know. Yeah, exactly right. And I'm just thinking to myself, like you're focusing on the Queen of Numenor's armpit. That's mm-hmm. what you're working on right now. Like, that's that's that's, your, <laughs> that's what your attention's drawn to. Oh, Maybe this isn't the show or the universe for you. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. that you could. How about like when Aelmer's sword falls out in the two towers and it's on screen and they didn't cut it out? Mm-hmm. That's kind of annoying, right? Yeah. How do you justify like someone? Someone once uh, commented on that little clip I put, and they were like, um. Maybe I, they like in my head canon, I like to think this is how Gandalf caught up to Aelmer is he had to come back and get his sword. And they were uh-huh. able to get to Helm's Deep, and I was just like, "Oh, oh. God, that's so funny!" But there are there are slip ups in sure. in the Lord of the Rings too, dude. In the Fellowship of the Ring, there's a shot where there's a car in the distance. Yeah. It was in the theatrical release, and it was on the very first VHS. Yeah, you told me. They had yeah. To, yeah, yeah, they had to go in and paint it out for other subsequent releases, so you don't see it anymore. But like, you know, those kinds of things happen. I know that a car in a shot is not the same as maybe like a problem you have with a wardrobe or or. Well. Uh, yeah. or armory or something but it just seems sort of nitpicky and the other the other um this is good because you know the trolls need to dress as well and and really what we're doing is we're defending positivity and and really our 
are yeah, don't be um, afraid to be positive by the no, way no like we're defending yeah, because all of you who have yeah who've been positive with us too is like to me the 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 two big ones right are money everyone's like oh it's a crash it's a cash grab it's a crash grab you're just got money and i'm like <laughs> okay so don't confuse the fact that yeah. like something can be done with passion and also make a lot of money without it being the motivation yeah. They also spent a ton. Like Jeff Bezos is a fan of Lord of the Rings. He's sure. a giant nerd, yeah. right? Just like us. And Pete, he gets as much hate as anyone else because he's a weird dude, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're all weird dudes and dudettes. Like that's what we are, man. Right. But yeah. um, yeah. So yeah, it's gonna make well, money. So sue them, right? Like I, I don't feel bad that this the the trilogy made a butt ton of money. The trilogy made so much money that Peter Jackson had to file a lawsuit against New Line to try and get actors and actresses and crew members and himself a more a higher proportion than what they were guaranteed initially. Yeah, yeah. That's part of what delayed The Hobbit as well. Is there was a lawsuit where they were trying to say we weren't fairly compensated because we were guaranteed something, and then the, these movies far exceeded what anyone ever anticipated, and mm -hmm. way more money was made, and we didn't see any more of that. Okay, yeah. so yeah, so let's let's criticize Peter Jackson for that as well. It was a cash grab for him then too. Let's let's throw him in that in that loop. Let's be consistent with our mm -hmm. criticism. Yeah. Is all I'm saying because you've got people who are very inconsistent. So money is one thing people get mad about. And the yep. other one I can't remember because I'm still just hearing these melodies in my head. I remember it 10 <laughs> hey, I minutes ago, and now it's freaking gone. Hey. La, 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 la. hey, so, okay, one more thing, though, um, and this, then we're, yeah. mov we're moving off this or whatever. Moving but yeah. it's it's basically, you know, I, I just want people to be encouraged to go out and, and if you like the show, support it. What Ling was also driving yeah, to as well is that, like, yeah. we have the Hobbit hotline. Call in yes. and give your criticism. Yes. Straight we, up. Say, yes, like, we like, want – Come in yeah. and, and make it intelligent, by the way. Do, be, I guess, sort of elevate the conversation instead of just yeah. going for the easy. Some of these comments are so weak and they're so yeah. unintelligent. Like, they're, they're just yeah. actually not uh, well thought out. I love a well-crafted like well criticism. Or like, did yep. you guys notice how this, that they said this, then they did this, then they did this, and it doesn't make any sense. And it's like, ooh, it's a little a plot hole, right? I like I've finding some plot holes. Okay, cool. Dude, who doesn't? I've got a couple on the soundtrack we're going to talk talk about on these lists. There's a couple, okay, a couple pieces I heard where I was like, I don't, I'm not crazy about those. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, you can that's love okay. something and yes. still have, like, okay, and, and, think about yourself. Yep. I was just going to say, like, there's things I really enjoy about myself things I feel like I've worked hard on mm -hmm. and achieved and like good character traits of myself. There's also stuff about myself. I hate there's yeah, things, things you want to continue to. Yeah. Yeah. So when I think, and, yeah, right. So we can't have both. We can have both. It's okay. And we can have a relationship with the show. That's all. Yeah. Let's, let's make love to the show. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Let's get intimate. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's move right on in. Okay. Uh, what else we got right. here? Yeah, so I'm sorry I derailed us, but this was all, I love this. Like this is stuff. No, that it needs addressed. Normally talk about before the show anyway. Well, so. okay. The, the the trolls are along. The, they're they're a part of uh, Bilbo's journey. They're in Middle Earth. You know what I mean? So you yeah. yeah, you have to deal with them before you can kind of yeah. move on to the greater quest. And so that's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that's been done, and so we'll 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 do that and move on. I don't think we're gonna hear much from them going forward. Just like no. we, just like in the story. So they definitely aren't listening to us. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, they so, definitely. That's true. They are not. We've heard here, from them so. too. We've yeah. heard from the trolls too. Yeah. Um, so I did want to read these because, man, I have just loved it. I, like I said, we're getting pumped. You and I are texting like constantly. We're even calling. You called me the other day during my 
during I know. my break Plan- at school. And I, I told Sarah, I'm like, how was did it you lunch? know I, I was wasn't like, teaching? I didn't know. Spirit, spirit, just you know, the spirit led you. <laughs> just those I, little I white bird this. things that Call they see on the ship in the trailer. Lane. That's it. That's Lane <laughs> needs called. Okay, okay. You know. Oh shoot, dude. So our uh, text messages, me and as they stay private. We don't share those with anyone ever. We never read aloud what right, we say. Right, 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 right. Because it's just too beautiful. I think honestly, Tolkien is writing through us. Uh, yeah, we are his right. words incarnate. Um, mm-hmm, but anyway, mm-hmm. I wanted to read some text messages Kurt from Kurt Jones and Joe Lewis just because I'm sure this is just cool because this is like the part of the podcast that's great. So many of us know each other. So many of us have friendships and relationships with each other. I'm sure that all of you are having like similar text chains with your friends or people. Maybe you've even met through like the Facebook group or the podcast or not. Like just people that you're talking to about. <laughs> Sorry. I'm burping up M&Ms right now. I'm Get eating peanut M&Ms because of the Mystic Man, because M&M is oh, in the show. Oh, okay, okay, good. Steam. I yeah. understand. All right, yeah. And uh, so anyway, just just to kind of make you think of your own text messages. Maybe you're on a drive right now. Maybe you're at a at, at a job where you need to escape for a minute, and this will give you some joy. So this this first set I think is from yeah, it's from Kurt Jones. So Kurt texted me on Tuesday out of the blue and said, "Been listening to the soundtrack for three days straight. So freaking." pumped and i uh-huh. said dude i this is where i said to him i said like i haven't been this excited since the two towers 20 years ago 20 years ago to the year i is the last time i was just amped for for a movie or a tv show and uh he also says he said today does anyone else feel like it's going to be difficult to watch the show without stopping it every three minutes to do research yeah and yeah. I was like, dude, I was like, I had to go look up Finrod the other day because remember last episode we talked about it, Gladriel talking about a brother. I'm like, wait a minute, who are her brothers? And then he and I eventually got into a conversation. I'm like, I was like, I, is it just me or am I the only one who forgets that um, that Elrond is Gladriel's um, son-in-law? And yeah, then right? he was like, he was like, oh, well, they're actually cousins. I was like, wait, what? what? I was like, I thought, I know, I was like, I thought Arwen was galadriel's granddaughter and he was like well yeah but like um elrond married his like cousin or something and uh, they're cousins and i'm like wow oh yeah the inbreeding of middle earth the thing we never wow. really talk about okay he was okay. like those elves like to keep it in the family if you know what i mean i'm like okay yes all right wow so kind of just over here grandma. stealing game of thrones thunder you know what i mean <laughs> yeah true <laughs> right that's where it comes from uh, uh, so he said um he said don't feel bad i've been researching these characters all week refreshing my memory good, i feel like good. i need, need to start that. a spreadsheet this is awesome dude i feel like i need to start a spreadsheet character canonical slash non-canonical description of role you see what i mean oh and then we were talking about how uh, when we recorded, right? Yeah. Way back. I mean, I don't know. Was it? I think it was two and a half years ago. It was like the May May of twenty, I believe, mm-hmm. when um, we sat down to record with Kurt, and yeah, yeah, that, yeah. the first map dropped. Like as we were right, right before we recorded, we got the map, and he was like, "Dude, we nailed it back then." It was. We talked about the second age. I said, "That was all you, bro." I was like, uh-huh, that, uh-huh. I, I remember it was all on him. Instagram. Yeah, of him talking about like could be second age, maybe um, I just got a feeling, and we didn't know at that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, amazing just talking to Kurt back and forth. He it's he good. is very excited. If you remember Kurt, he's been on a few episodes, and he's one of the very first people we met ever in this um, you know, in this podcast. Yeah. And yep. yeah, so pretty incredible. Uh, yeah, shout out to him and Kelly and the boys. 
yeah. then I got some text from Joe Lewis. He said, uh, listening to the soundtrack now, so far my favorite track is Nori Brandyfoot, which is, spoiler alert, one of my favorites. He said uh-huh. his wife, Annalise, really likes the Kaza Doom also. Sorry, Kaza Doom. Uh-huh. Uh, and he said we haven't uh, – what did he say? I mentioned some of the tracks. He said he hadn't gotten them to, to, the, to those yet, but he asked if I noticed that the beginning of Kaza Doom sounds very much like the bridge to Kaza Doom and Fellowship. And I was oh. like, oh, my gosh, no. But then I went back and listened to it, and I can totally see how there are such similar mm-hmm. sounds there. So, yeah. again, people, you know, finding these similarities. Um, and then he, uh, you know, texted me out of, the, out of the blue the other day uh, after you and I had some conversations about stuff and, and Max and Cam as well. Yeah. He said, dude, Annalise and I got early release tickets to see the preview. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or the premiere of the first two episodes in theaters. He said, I'm I'm boning out, but I think he meant to say I'm geeking out. Right, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then he said, I don't know about you, but I'm getting all these flashbacks from the early 2000s when the movies came out. But the mm-hmm. hype is even greater because I have a pre-existing passion uh, for it this time around. And then uh, he, he addressed the trolls, too. He said, oh. I, I also feel like I am more excited to make up for the for all the haters that are trashing it before it even comes out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good, so good. Bill Joe, awesome. let's go. That's what I'm talking Bill about. Bill Joe Baggins. Yeah, baby. So oh. uh, both these guys you're going to hear from in our uh, circle segment of our mm. reaction episodes. They're they're in on it. It's going to be amazing. Uh, I can't wait to to talk to both of them. It's It's been a while. Um, yeah, yeah. And I've, I've actually got some polls here, but I'll save those until after we get uh, talking about the music a little bit. This is the Power of Music episode. And right. so we, we really just wanted to do our, our reaction to the um, to the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. So we have both gone through. We've done a top five that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got like an honorable mentions section. You do. I saw I have, you, you've got several. Uh, I, I, I Got yeah, the whole got the whole uh, thing listed out there, right? <laughs> I got the whole, the whole, all, all twenty all some thirty tracks. some yeah. tracks there. <laughs> there got my, Lane's got tracks my... listed. I didn't even know we're on the thing. I it's like that. I missed all that right. one. And then I got my uh, my not top two. So the couple of tracks that really sort of like were most jarring to me because oh I misread know. that. I was like, now hold on a second. Yeah. Because I looked at those two and I thought, what is he talking about there? Those uh, are my not top two. I so they gotcha. they. They're my yeah. least favorite, at least just on like, especially the first listen. I was like, ah, this sounds like something else to me. Yeah, and I, I we you. talked about this, and they're they're misses, but they're not bad misses, but they don't feel like they fit to me. And I'll explain that. But okay, cool. All right, yeah. bro. Uh, let's. You want to do one to five? Are yours uh, ordinal? Like in terms of like um, your number one is your number one. Do you want to start at five and work up? Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 okay. start at five All and right. work up. And also, before right. I do that, I want yeah. so you give some yeah. shout outs. Here. I want to give a sh- uh, quick shout out to uh, to to Lottie, my wife. I want to uh, yeah, give her a shout. Out. So we did a. I was downstairs listening. We've been listening, uh, <laughs> gosh, since this thing came out. So real quickly, her top three, and we'll just kind of see yeah. how these 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 match in there. Oh, heck um, yeah. So Nori Brandyfoot, number mm-hmm. one. At mm-hmm. I think I'm seeing that around the internet quite a bit. Uh, really good. Beautiful. So two Casa Doom, and then three Valinor. So dang, bro. Yeah, feeling. Okay, feeling you that, shout so. out. You shout out Rosie. I'm gonna shout out um, Goldberry. Come on now. I almost called her Galadriel. Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> that's weird. Okay. <laughs> Goldberry's favorite track um, that I remember her saying specifically. She loves um, a Lendil and a sealed door. Really? Wow. I listened to and I was like, oh my gosh, that is so. Be-. And then it got me really excited to see their relationship. Right. 
Uh-huh. Something yeah. we've done. And let's not forget, man. Let's not forget it was it was Gilgalad, it was Elrond, it was Elendil, and it was a Sealdor. And they were like four of the only leaders who saw through Anatar. Yes. True. They saw who he was. And so it'll be cool to see. Man, I also wonder about Isildur. Dude, you think part of his fall was like because all of his like mentors were gone? Like his dad died. Yeah. Gilgalad yeah. was gone. I mean, Elrond was there, but like I don't know. Maybe How they didn't close, like each other. Maybe. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the it's on my shoulders. What do I do? The pressure mounts, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seem it yeah. seems like right that the Dark Ones vanquished. Maybe. Yeah. And so in your mind, you're thinking, we're good here. I can we're put good. this bad boy on. Maybe the power yep. is gone. So, yep. yeah, I get Maybe you there. Maybe I can redeem this ring. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, okay. Uh, so that, that's cool. That's interesting. I almost uh, was considering that uh, that 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 soundtrack or that piece yeah, from there. Baby. Yeah, because that's a good one. That was a good one. So It is. It uh, is good. So for you, right, uh, me, five, right? We're starting with the number five? number five. Okay, yes. so uh, Bronwyn and Arondir. Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, it's, yes, it's, yes. it's light. It's intimate. There's a bit of feeling of separation and then longing yeah, in yeah, on baby. this. Come so on, let's if, go. if you listen for it and you and you think relationship and you think about what mm. you've seen in the trailer, those mm. words jump out at you. And you're just sort of mm. like, OK, as I listen to this and I think about those characters and what's going on and what I've seen just so far in promotional stuff, you can hear it. You can hear there's something there's actually the, like this two things going on it has two i can't explain i don't know the right musical terminology or whatever but there's two different <laughs> yeah right you think i should after <laughs> after all those years in orchestra but uh had no idea what's going on. on no idea what's yeah. going on um yeah, right. but there, there's there's different melodies there's different things happening yeah. in in the front and then the, what what you hear that's a little bit louder right uh, like day crescendo mm. gonna go back to the to, mm. to, to the background and then something Almost else like is coming two forward. parts kind of like like playing with each other in a right. way right wow yeah. uh intimately and so okay. then like there's uh, and and then it does feel like there's a I don't know whether it's the actual notes or the tones, but there's something of separation. And Man, just go dude. look at the most recent promotional piece. He's yeah. catching that arrow to save her. I think to I, save her. That's her, isn't it? Oh, I was like, yeah, you see, Stop you see, it. Theo I mean, running and and she's running, which we had never seen before. No, um, and that right before he gets captured is that it's got to be right after the orc he sacrifices himself. That village. Yeah. Yes, he does, man. For yes, them. he does. Yep. Those trolls are going to be crying in their mom's basement when they're when they when they see that scene too. When they realize that Arondir is going to sacrifice himself for Bronwyn, yeah, they are going to lose their minds. They're going to think I never should have, uh, right. I never exactly. should have bashed the show. Exactly, because he he flat out is just stoic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, stoic. Yeah, He's so standing cool, and he grabs that boom turn, like just staring these guys down and and. Uh, giving up his life essentially for 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 her to get away, so yeah, just just totally cool. But that was my number five. Oh, just it's really it's different. I think just mm. when I I think when I add the context of those characters and then what we're gonna see go mm-hmm. on, I feel like too. And, it, and tell me if I'm wrong about this, but like we've heard just this these this piece laid out there, but we're going to hear throughout the so series. Much more. Yeah. So yeah. Much yeah. D- more. Different yep. uh, bits of this coming and going, running yep. into other characters too. So yeah. yeah, it's, it's interesting. I was thinking about that too. I was like, this is not all the music we're going to hear. Cause right. it's like, and, but I, I, I am amazed at how like, um, comprehensive it is. It is, it's huge. Like it's the soundtrack is over two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. to me, like, yeah. Then, and you think about Lord of the Rings, there's almost never, music not playing and then you think about howard shore he released the sound we had the soundtracks but then years later 
there were the complete recordings because people realized very quickly, like, oh, this isn't all the music from Two Towers. This isn't all yeah, the music yeah. from from Fellowship, right? Like, there's more stuff that we've never gotten on a soundtrack, and that's when those came out. So maybe we'll get a similar thing with, um, you know, with Rings of Power soundtrack as well. We'll get sure. like a complete recordings uh, at some point in the future, but. Yeah. I also, man, I can't wait to go back and listen to your top five with with your reactions and your your like insight. I'm very excited yeah. for that. I'm amped. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it. Okay, right. yeah, and that love story I can't wait for. Um, Same. Yeah. Okay, my number five is the Mystics. Mm-hmm. The Mystics. I think it's one of the most unique uh, pieces we've we've heard. Maybe one of the most unique pieces on the soundtrack. Sumasa. <laughs> Yeah. Like all that whispering. It, it makes me think of like the hyenas and Lion King. It yeah. makes me think yeah. of, of sorcery and dark magic. And it makes me even think of like times when we hear Sauron kind of whispering through the ring, like mm-hmm. like when he's calling the people, or even like stuff with the uh with the ring race, how they have this sort of I don't know, like like breathy, uh, yes, uh, devoid of life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very, um, it it sounds exactly like what it's supposed to be. I believe. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's it like I said, it evokes that old feeling of evil that we're so used to combating. But it's it's very, <sighs> a lot of okay. So a lot of the dark themes in Lord of the Rings, right, are very just out there. They're they're loud. They're they're very obvious mm-hmm. because the darkness is rising and it's becoming more powerful. Yeah. But we're in a time where, like we talked about, it's the pinnacle and there's a lot of peace and like Morgoth had been banished to the void and the orcs are in hiding. They've been def- supposedly wiped out and there's no real threat. And so like this, this dark side of the music is much more seductive it's more subtle um which i think is perfect for the world we're entering and that's why it sounds so different is is it's it's trying to lure people to its side and we're catching that through the music so i love the mystics piece i think it's beautiful uh it made me think of jim nichols i don't know why it's just like of all the ones i'm like jim would think this is hilarious and also so cool at the same time so i I can hear his his whisper he he does lots of voices totally sing this yes that's what i thought yeah he would definitely be able to pull that off gosh Uh, okay 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 cool i like that i like it because i thought about them and i'm like i'm like what is this who what is going on with these individuals and and what do they all mean so it you know what's really cool about music is it really does communicate uh it it kind of clues you in i I think even for a younger audience for kids their eyes are wide when this comes on and when they see these individuals and they they could tell you very quickly they're not good right they're not Right. I've got a fantastic example of that mm-hmm. when one of my top fives too of okay. children. Okay. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Okay. So um, number four for me, Galadriel. Yeah. Yes. Galadriel. I I just thought so. There is a there's I feel like there's a lot of French horn. Watch. It's probably some other horn I don't yes. know about, but I feel like they're all French. Um, <laughs> so just like the fries. So anyway, uh, it's it's got like a sad sad tone, but yeah. there's also something else something more something beyond the sadness or whatever and i can't quite figure it out there's there's also epicness to it as well right so it goes from sort of this 
And I think, you know, now, now that we've seen sort of like the loss of her brother and you start to understand what's yep. going on here, what's going but then she's rising. Yep. So I don't think we've, we've yeah. heard this all. It doesn't, it feels like what we actually hear, what's been released to us is not the finished thing. I feel like there's more yes. to come Amen, on baby. this, on this track. Amen. Yeah. Right. So I feel like by the end of the season, we're hitting on a real different level, some epic battle, some something that she does. And those, the, just that epic feel, it just feels grand Man, or whatever. Yes. It's in there. You, you, like, you can totally hear it, and it feels like it's, there's more to come. But we just were in the first couple episodes, and we're going to like bring it back down for a second because we're not there yet. Wow. And that's what I feel like with – so Galadriel honestly very well could be number one for everybody I think by the end of all this. I mean clearly she's like the lead here. And yeah. But yeah, it's really, really good. So It's amazing that you're, you're catching like sad tones in her theme because if you think about in Lord of the Rings, right, when you – and it's also kind of also the Lothorian theme. I don't know if it's specifically for yeah. Galadriel, but you think about – right those themes you hear like Uh in the mirror and everything and it's also very sad very blue yeah like um gloom admitting uh, admitting defeat you know and your quest stands upon the edge of a knife it's all very like hey man it's gonna get real yeah very ominous yes that's a perfect word for it i also thought i listened to this one before because this one has been really intriguing to me glad the the gladrial piece mm-hmm. does it also kind of make you think of um certain as uh certain aspects of like uh the star wars score it, it made uh, me kind of feel like what what's the theme when um luke is looking at the twin sons yeah kind of like your force theme sort of it kind yeah. of felt like that to me there's I was like, tones okay. of it yeah exactly there, yes. there's those those sort of like your um and is that a french horn too it might be yeah it is maybe yeah. it's just the instrument yeah but... it, yes it, it could be did and... you also know by the way that that uh that bear did star wars tales from the galaxy's yes, edge i saw that i was on like discography huh? yeah so I know too. I know. <laughs> amazing amazing he talks yeah. about his 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 uh experience with star wars and he's just a huge yep. I don't know, nerd, fan, cool, awesome dude is what he is. So I'm straight up so yeah. happy that we found this individual. And <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, anyway, so yeah, yeah, it does, it does kind of carry that. And you need, I mean, really what, what this ties into, the reason I think I like, I'm, I'm going to love this so much is it sounds, it feels like it's got a hero journey. Yes. And, and she, the, the, the song built around her right now feels like, like, like Luke Skywalker, like you're getting ready to kind Absolutely. of go on this grand uh, journey, but you're at the beginning yeah. of it here, and we're going to hear it's, it evolve. So yeah, it's definitely like a protagonist theme of like, here's our hero. Yeah, you know it by the music, and, and you don't even have to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I agree. Right. But I do, I do love. Yeah, that that's there is a sadness to it, and like you said, what we've seen with kind of where her character is when we're finding her. That's that's what they're going to play up in her yeah. character anyway. Right. So yeah, that's right. perfect. Okay. Strong number four, my friend. Um, okay, number four for me. I, I, I kind of the, the bottom of my top five is all very dark. I go dark to light. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Which is we balance balance each other out. I like <laughs> we do, we do. Uh, Nompot. I, I think Nompot is um, mm. an awesome way to like. It's just an orc chant. Sure, but yeah. like to bring an orc chant from like before. It's it's never been a part of the soundtrack. It's always been part of the soundscape right you know yes like literally peter jackson going to rugby pitches filling the stadium and having people chant black speech Mm -hmm. but here we're getting like an orc anthem you know yeah and i i literally felt like when i heard this 
that that snakeskin hooded orc was walking into the room full of his soldiers mm-hmm. right in front of my eyes. He's about to bandy a sword right in my face or one of his little curved blades yep. and let me know that my doom is coming, right? Yes. And he was going to whisper in my ear, like his name. Oh, yeah. Right before he tried to kill me. And then I was going to pull a dagger from my pocket. Exactly. And, and shove it right through his throat. Right. Yeah, it was it was never going to end well for him, but he thought he was going to get me. But anyway, yeah. like just the feelings that this evokes of of and also like this again, this this like tribal um, uh, and I mean that in the sense that they're all kind of in small pockets of existence, the orcs like mm-hmm. this tribal pump up like non-pot. This is our general and it yeah. could be something yeah. else, but I, I feel like it's a person. It feels like one of these orcs that's it's like elite or their leaders that they're just they're singing the praise in a way but it was a cool way to like we've never really heard that on a soundtrack before um yeah you're right i mean that that was a really interesting one and i think again it's cool to hear and i think it's going to be carry so much more weight when we see it and everything that's one of those tracks for me that was like oh i can't this is going to be scarier this is going to be a bit more intense right yep so Uh, I think they were even in a tent when we were looking at the, there was some something. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So number three for me, perilous whisperings. (laughs) I just got that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. (laughs) Whoa. We love, we we love listening back because I'm desperate. I know. Anyway. uh, Um, Yeah. So, so perilous whisperings. Um, It's this, I don't know how to explain it. I just clicked on it. It's got an intriguing sort of name title whisperings Mm. and it just felt it it, it it felt mysterious. It had mm-hmm. kind of – you know, I, I keep going back to Star Wars a little bit, but whenever you have yeah. sort of like yeah. the force and you have something odd, strange happening, there's this – there's this. I can't even do it. I, I, it's it's like a little weird um, uh, jingle that lets you know something's happening, like a disturbance yes. or something's going on, and we need to pay attention here. Like, it, like it's, a, it's a change. It's not like in your face and it's not happening – you almost miss it. I mean, you, if you're really not listening, you're, you're, it's just, so this, I, I, I wonder where this is going to be actually. Mm. And I wonder where it, who's doing the whispering? Why is it so perilous? Mm. And what is like, you know what I mean? Like what characters are yeah, is this yeah, associated yeah, yeah. with was my, my, my big thing with it. And it does sound cool. And it's, it is very interesting. I, I, I can't tell whether it's, whether it's good or bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I can't yeah, actually tell. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm listening to it right now, actually, because I was like, I'm, I'm not recalling this one. Yeah, 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 but yeah. You're you right. It does, to it it does it. sound yeah. like when when the force something it like one of those. It's very it's a very subtle something's at piece. work, and yeah, it's, it's like a secret or something is being um, you know, you know, passed passed over or I don't know. Some important information is being dropped or whispered. And I yeah. just feel like it's it's a little ominous, but at the same time, I don't know. I can't put my finger yeah. on it. You know what I mean? And I, it I, I is can't very even, mysterious. Very yeah. mysterious. So so it, for me, I love that that mystic element and wondering: is this related to the mystics? Is this related yeah, yeah, to yeah. the stranger? Uh, or or the downfall of Numenor? Yeah, something like that. I mean, maybe the, so. The whispering of Sauron, like yeah, it could yeah. be so many different things, and that's that's so why it just had a bunch of question marks for me, and I was like, well, all right, I'm not. I mean, you know, because like a lot of these, they're very clear cut, right? We know exactly. Yes. Right? Imagine Gladriel. Okay, well, that's that. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> that's Gladriel. Uh, in case right, you know, right. like, that's her theme. Um, it's pretty straightforward. But this yeah. one, you're sort of like, okay, this could be, you know, 
So when you listen to like the force theme or when you listen to these other um, well-known sort of like when I talk about the the, the mystic part of the force even, you, yeah. you don't always associate it with a particular character. It's – well, you associate it with the force, right? So – and it's not something that you see. It's, it's, it's sort of something that all the characters sort of interact with. So I yes. don't know if yes. this is something like that, if it's going to be ah, okay. like, like a type of when this is – like that this could be used in multiple seasons or – uh, you know, I don't know. It used at certain points where I feel like I feel like we really need to pay attention when this is when this is on. Yeah, yeah, uh, when we're hearing this. So, yeah, yeah, and almost like kind of alluding to some sort of power we don't really understand or know yet or have seen yet, even maybe. Yeah, in Middle Earth. Yeah. So I just, it's one of the most intriguing Dang. ones. I just don't know, and I haven't done a whole lot of research. I just based off of listening to it, and that's all. Uh, you know, I'm not really sure what else. Wow. What else is on it? So, anyways, yeah, that was my number three. Uh, that's a strong number three. Um, I like yours though. Wow, I'm gonna be listening to that a lot, a lot now. Yeah, um, yeah number three for me is uh, I had to, some of these I had to share. I think uh, yeah, it's the only one that's shared. Okay, it's it's yeah, two. Yeah. It's uh, the Harfoot Life and Nori Brandyfoot because uh, they are kind of similar. Um, yep. But uh, like the way and we uh, like we talked about earlier, the way he strips back the Shire themes. And, and uses these like organic natural sounds. And he talked about that in one of his like featurette videos on Loderon Prime on Instagram, like these like just like yeah. gourds and really primitive instruments that he plays to show that they are in like the infancy of like they're not hobbits yet. They're hairfoots. They're hairy foots. They're hard yeah. foots. Yeah. You know, and um, they're not brandy books. They're not brandy bucks yet. They're brandy foots. Yes. You know, and like that's just so cool. Um. So, and they're not Eleanor, they're Nori, you know, they're, they haven't, uh -huh. they haven't yeah. become a, um, yeah, they're, a they're, developed society, you know, there's no, right. yeah, the there's no, sophistication like, is, is, yes, thank you, the sophistication yeah. is not there yet, they're still just a wandering people, they're not civilized as it, as, as we would say, right, mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. um, yeah, but we can see where it's going to go at the same time, so I, I love these sounds that we hear, um, at first it was kind of like jarring, to hear it that primitive but then when you listen again and again and for me honestly what tied it in and made it feel like okay yeah this is the bridge in the same way that howard shore's theme is a bridge from what we've known as the soundtrack to what we're hearing now from bear the, yeah. the masterpiece that he's created uh this bagpipe piece which which we've associated oh yeah previously only limited uh, uh in a limited sense to the dwarves in Howard Shore's uh, mm -hmm. interpretation, like the the track Erebor, which is only like a bonus track in one of the uh, one of the Hobbit um, soundtracks. Sure. There's a there's a bagpipe heavily featured, but, but we don't really see it much before or hear it much in in other um, in Howard Shore's interpretation. But the way the bagpipe like brings those and complements those organic uh instruments and sounds into the strings mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that happen later is mind-blowing to me because i've never really thought of yeah the bagpipe as being and you know this being scottish right i mean mr yeah. kirk over here um like it it is both it is very organic and strange and weird but also like kind of really sophisticated and intricate and like no not anyone can just pick up a bagpipe like it takes a long time to make it well, work and you can play the bagpipes really well or you can play them really poorly you know so yeah the yeah. way it like complements and elevates it as well and transitions into that string theme that we hear 
it, it, for me, it was just, I was like, this is one of the ones too, that if it wasn't right, it would hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sure. it was perfect. And then, so I was, pl- like I said, I was playing some of these just in pure excitement, like at night after school with the girls right? and um, played this one. And I was like, I know I love it, but it'll be interesting to see, like, I don't know what other people think of it. And I don't know if the girls will be able to, you know, if they'll be, because they love the Lord of the Rings soundtracks. And yeah. I don't know if they'll like this. Play, I played Nori Brandyfoot, right? Mm-hmm. And Ruth, my two and a half year old, list, not even two and a half, listened to this track. She looks at me and says, Shia music, daddy. Shia. Wow. And I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to like send a message to Bear and say, dude, I just want you to know. This, I mean, I know you know that you've knocked it out of the park, but this shows that it wasn't just a knockout of the park. It was a grand slam. Yeah. Because my two-year-old, right. my yeah. two-year-old, without any prompting or any – I didn't say like, hey, this is the Shire theme, kids. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like she literally heard this, and she knows the Shire music. Yeah. She knows all those themes because we sometimes we play them before bed even to help mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. go to bed. She heard this track and said, Shire. Yeah. Like that's out of the mouth big. of that's babes, dude. Absolutely that's huge, man. That praise. Like that would, yeah. As a composer, that would make me think. Okay, I hit. I hit a human chord there, that yeah. I struck, and that like I don't know that many other people could do that. So anyway, that's that's my number three. A, a sort of a, a hard foot dedication there. I I really like that because again, you know, it's so it has. You you were mentioning so first of all, Ruth's connection is 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 awesome because yeah, it's it's a feeling, it's an emotion too, right? Even yes, if, even if you're like, exactly. well, I can't quite hear it, it evokes. She that. can't articulate it in the same yeah. way that yeah, it just this is what it is. This is she's yeah. heard that before, and it sounds like that it's giving her that same feeling. Pretty cool, isn't so, it? So same vibe, cool. yeah. So that's yeah. that's amazing. Now the the bagpipe element is interesting because. You think of Tolkien and where he was at mm-hmm. and what he viewed yeah. as the Shire and, and all of yep. that. And then we talked about where they were talking about filming at one point and where they may be mm-hmm. going to for season two and three Next. or whatever. Yep. Next. Yep. It's, it's kind of a crazy thing to have the bagpipes in there. So that, that I like that, mm-hmm. that you pointed that out. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, number two, The Stranger. Uh, was I my... can't believe this isn't your number one, dude. I yeah, no, it's not. I it cannot not. believe it's not your number one. I know, I know. Yeah, but okay. uh, the, the the stranger <laughs> is so interesting. First yeah. of all, we all know this, yeah. and if you listen close enough, and I I challenge people to go back and listen, try and think like what does this, what parts of Middle Earth does this make you think of in the in the mm. trilogy. And, and things like that. And I'm a little bit, maybe, I don't know, I've got a character in mind as to who I think that is. And so maybe I'm sort of like forcing it a little bit to try to, to try to hear it. But I don't know. There's just something. There is something there that is, is um, it just. Is this something new? Like we haven't talked about? A new no, prediction? No, 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 no. It's, it's the same. It's, yeah, Saruman. So okay, 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 okay. And I'm not saying it sound because again, you have all, what we have is is you know we've got the dun 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 we've got all those weird things going on in two towers yeah, and different stuff the, and yeah, happening yeah the so Isengard theme yeah you, you, you get kind of lost in in that or whatever but it's like I think there is this is a time before all of that so whatever this character whoever this character is I just have mm. a feeling we know this person in mm. later Dang. on and it feels like this is a stranger but if you listen to the music it's a bit familiar in some odd way i can't explain Man. how but it, it is it does it does if you like like go listen to it and it's i can't even put my finger maybe somebody out there has has done a better analysis and they they've listened cuz i haven't done the real side by side going back and just haven't had time to listen to these tracks and then go back and say okay yeah. what what is it really which one of the tracks is, is it really calling to yeah 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 um yeah. 
but it feels like it is. It just feels like it yeah. is. And yeah. it's it's still such a mystery. You know, I think in the premiere and everything that we've seen, I, don't, I haven't seen any yeah. leaks whatsoever as to who this individual yeah. is. I don't think yeah, we're getting yeah. a name or anything until the end of season one. I think we're going to be speculating <laughs> the whole the whole way. And I, I love it. I really, really love it. So I do too. Yeah. But, but to me, there was just something that felt, um, yeah, it just, it just really felt connected to a track that I can't put my finger on. And, Mm. uh, yeah, I, I really like it. And again, for me, just like it was with the, with the whisperings, it's the, the character. I mean, I'm just, Mm. I'm like, okay, this is their theme. Mm-hmm. who is this so this one we have a big question mark on and then what does this theme or what does this music tell me about this individual mm-hmm. you know what i mean so again meant to be very mysterious and what it's there's de- there was no way that this was going to come out and be a direct you know like we were going to hear a direct uh correlation to, some, to right, a, a something right something in the yeah, soundtrack you yes. can't do that you're, you're not gonna no. you're not gonna give that up yet so no. it's it's cleverly hidden i don't think anybody else out there can really say yeah here's the uh, maybe I, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Take that back. Somebody's probably got like the exact run of notes and figured it all out. Uh, I would love to get some, you know, uh, conversation going on, on, on this, this track and see what people think about it because it's, uh, it's the most intriguing piece. I mean, Gladriel yes, is going to be is. awesome and we're going to move forward with that. The Bronwyn, uh, arc is going to be, is going to be sick, but the stranger is, I think going to keep everybody guessing for the entire yeah. season. Watch there's people out there probably who've already seen the first two episodes. Like, yeah, it's dropped in the second episode or something. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. First but 10 minutes. We first find 10 out, minutes. Right. We know who he is as dang My, it. But, okay. I have a question for you because like, um, there is, there's some, there's some scenes we've had so far that yeah. to me, make me wonder, wonder this, this question, right? Like there's a, there's a particular moment we get a real short clip of Nori, almost kind of defending the stranger it's in one of the trailers that's come out i can't remember do you think the stranger even knows who he is Ooh, i almost feel like there's an aspect of him like not and like that that moment where he's like playing with those sparks they're like coming around his hands i don't know if he even knows who he is and i i thought about gandalf when gandalf came exactly Exactly, my Gandalf friend. the Grey. Ah, that's what they that's used to what call they me. Used to call Gandalf me. was my name. So, uh, uh-huh. and he like he like before that he identifies himself as Saruman or Saruman as a, as he should have been, right? Like yeah. it's this weird yes. amnesia of like coming back to the world. And so I kind of wonder if the stranger even knows who he is, and if that's part of the journey of like finding him finding out. But dude, like with that that new clip we've seen of those those warg wolves surrounding him, and then. The other clip where he's like clearly bending the world around him, like the trees behind him are like leaning towards and they're not ants, like it's him using some kind of power on these wolves or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. I mean, that definitely makes me it has to make you think a starry, right? A starry or like because the other thing we've talked about that other people have dropped as well, but you bro, you said it. I mean, you call this I, I okay, and I'm not plugged in either, so it's like you are my sounding board, you know, but I know man. You, same, said, you, you said same, Glorfindel, yeah, you. you said Glorfindel early on. Yeah. And the one ring.net said something and I, I will, you know, I will give them credit for one thing. They've always had the inside, whether they pay people or they just beg people for it, whatever. They mm-hmm. said something about going back to middle earth and what better character to take us back to middle earth than the stranger. And I'm thinking, so is this implying that the stranger is coming back, returning uh-huh. to Middle Earth? Because that would make me think Glorfindel, 
and then or something i don't know and then we were talking about like we his hair is in such a way we haven't seen his ears right it is you're right exactly exactly we haven't seen his ears and that would that would be a dead giveaway at least that he was an elf because that's something that hasn't changed is the pointed ears but then i'm thinking like would glorfindel have had that kind of power well i don't know or is that a starry thing i don't know enough here, about like here, here, well, here's something I, think so, about galadriel she has that like freaky mind thing where oh, she yeah. can you know like turn the world dark and her wrath is crazy and i don't know and yeah. then you know elrond can flood the bruin in you know, and, oh, yeah. and work with yeah. Gandalf to make it look like horses. Like that was Gandalf's little flair on it. And mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, here's the thing. Like, remember what you so when, before Gandalf shows up, he actually has a different name. Right. So he that's not even his his name. Oh, um, yeah. He takes on the, the guise of Gandalf the Grey. As, yeah. Mithrender Meath is what the elves yeah. call him. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think his his I think his Maiar name is something like. Olorin, Olorin, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and all of them have those. So it wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they drop one of those names and we have never Mm. heard it before, Mm. and we're like, who? You know what I mean? So we, and that's not that person has not yet evolved to, uh, you know, taking on the robe, and and then really it takes it takes a while for them to become that wizard that we're going to know or whatever. Now the other thing is that uh, Galorfindel actually welcomes. Uh, Gandalf. In, so I think they were friends oh. in in Valinor, right? At one point. Oh wow! So that's interesting. Kierden, they all know, you know, whatever. But I think well, I don't. I can't remember whether whether Glorfindel was sent back before or after what the whole deal was. But again, both they're all sent in that way. And and yeah. whatever that. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You land like a. I mean, I would have lost a few marbles at that point. Absolutely. You know what Absolutely. I mean? I, yeah. I don't know who I am. Who who right. are you? I was sent here. I don't know by who or what my name was, but. I'm just glad I'm still alive. Uh, yeah. So right, right. Th- that could be what they're what they're dealing with, which would feel mm. uh, really interesting. So yeah, that's something to, to kind of think about. But that's the, that's the. I, I really hope that the the mystery of the stranger stays strange and stays mysterious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know. So, I like it. I like it too. It's yeah. it's very exciting, and the fact that he's there with the Harfoots and that they're going to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll be interesting how that relationship evolves. Like if there's uh certain individuals yeah. who don't like him and think he should leave and distrust him mm-hmm. versus it seems like nori is the one who kind of like approaches him first and re- she's the one reaching her hand out to him when he's still the, the flames are still everywhere well it's almost like when they when they touch hands those flames are extinguished yeah yeah which you, is interesting so what's what's that all about i don't know yeah. let, let me tell you something else too that might happen that we just haven't yeah. seen yet and it might be episode three who knows? Maybe yeah, no one's. Yeah. No, no, I, who knows? That's a specific N- number, man. Power of three. Power Come of three. Uh, Been but, a while. But maybe, yeah. Maybe we've only seen in all the promotional stuff just one comment. You know, maybe there are mm-hmm. others. And wouldn't that be crazy? I mean, I have talked about it being in different seasons or whatever, and I'm just spitballing here. But I think it'd be really cool. Like, we've all just seen the one, and, and we see this experience, and we go follow that individual, but there were four others that were spread out across the land. We don't know, you know where what they're we're at. as we're also assuming that all of those times the characters are looking up that it's the same one. It yeah, might true. not be the same one. Yeah, true. Exactly. Exactly. So it would yeah. just be really cool to see all of them even enter we're at this point. That and way. We, yeah. yeah, we we only track one uh one. For, yeah. for that first season, which would be cool. So yeah. that's that's how it could Dang, still dude. be Gandalf. Jeez. It still could be 
these these other these other individuals. So I don't know, man. I'm Jeez. I'm super excited for it because if all of a sudden I see five comets streaking across the sky, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> a couple five five Astari comets just shooting across the sky, I'm gonna just pass out. So. Oh, man. Pass through fire and water, you know? Uh, Yeah, that's right, man. I'll call him to record, and he'll just be, oh, he's S? Yeah. S? Lottie, I'm getting voicemail. Is he okay? Yeah. Yeah, Lottie's absolutely He's in a coma. He's he's just pacing. She's just like, he's he's been pacing for days. He doesn't know what's going on. (laughs) Oh, boy. But no, I think that could be oh, that could be shit. likely. So you guys, let me know what yeah. you think about that. But anyways, cool. That was my yeah. num- num- number two, um, just because of the the title and who it's associated with, and so I'm yeah. so intrigued. I think this. he's going to be your favorite character, right? If you had to pick a favorite so far as him, even if it's Saruman, even if it's Saruman, wow, it would that be is awesome. Yeah, and that's the thing. I want them to do that. That would that be game. Awesome. Ch- I'm, I'm, I'm imagining like the articles out there. It's Glorfindor, Saruman, whatever. You know, something about this individual. So yeah, the guy yeah. by the side, the the unexpected sort of. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel. Like, you know, I mean, Gladriel is your lead, and he's going to be our protagonist and our hero, and working with Elrond and everybody else. But you've got this. How do they start? What's that relationship first start like? What What's the conversation once they come through and they're sort of like, yeah, I'm sent here by. I don't know. I feel like it's going to carry a little bit of weight that uh, Monway sent us in here, and it's time to, you know, I, or do they say that? Do they not? I, who knows? So you know, I, I just I think of um, Celebrimbor's uh, bare biceps just covered in tears at the oh, at the revelation oh. that you your favorite character is going to be the stranger instead of his rippling muscle buttocks. Oh so, no, no, don't worry. I that a- is <laughs> so that first of all. I am not even kidding. I hope if Charles Edwards is listening that he knows for a fact that I love, loved him and everything I've seen him in. And he is yeah. he's a great actor. Did you hear him yeah. do that live reading the other day, by the way, that uh, mm-mm, poetry mm-mm. piece? Somebody handed him some of, I think it was Tolkien's work, or I'm not sure exactly. Oh, that's cool, And man. it was just a live cold reading that he did for a fan, or I don't even know what it was. It was on a panel. Mm. And mm. beautifully read voice, just yeah. wonderful. And cool. yeah, he's, he's going to be, I think, really... We we've been making a, like a lot of jokes, but I won't be surprised at I really I won't be surprised at all though if if he doesn't come out and steal people's hearts because yeah. of the betrayal the things that are going to go down. Oh, it's going to be tragic. Yes, tra- yeah. and, and just in trying so hard being to see. I mean, we're going to fall in love with that guy, and then, and then think about the rift that'll up. yeah, and the rift that'll it'll come between him and Gilgalad and him and uh, Elrond as well. You know, like that they, they'll. Because they'll be split on opinion of Anatar, and it'll be sure. And, yeah, and everybody's trying too. to do the best with with what they have and the knowledge they have and the skills yeah. they're given and stuff like that. So yeah. I kind of think he's a character that we've been like, oh, he's he got duped, and we kind of whatever. I feel like he's going to come in as a heavy hitter, and people are going to be like, whoa, yes. yeah. this guy's one of the most powerful, one of those well respected elves out yeah. there. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. anyways, there's there's that. Sorry, we're getting a little. Carried away. That was my number two, the no, stranger, great. and then other characters that Ez is excited for. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. All right, my number two is uh, nobody goes off trail. So wow. this one, this one's awesome. I think this might be one of the most all-encompassing uh, pieces on the soundtrack, um, just because it has some of those Harfoot elements in the in the in the middle, mm-hmm. or in the, at the beginning, and then it kind of transitions to this broader kind of like Shire-like theme, and I. And then it ends even differently from uh, from that. Uh, it's it's such a a beautiful piece. Um, 
Yeah, and I, I don't know exactly why. Like the swelling at the end with the flute and the like the penny whistle or whatever it is evoked the Shire in probably the purest way. Yeah. Uh yeah. almost in a way that like this this is what freaks me out about this piece is like when I'm old and senile, I probably I imagine myself not being able to remember and truly recall whether this piece is from the trilogy or from this show. Like it <laughs> yeah. felt uh-huh. it felt that well placed to me like you could some of the other pieces i'm like ah it just wouldn't fit in you know to the soundscape we've heard it'd be it's just a different sound like it it it, it well alludes alludes to sounds that we've heard or pieces we've yeah. heard but it couldn't it couldn't like do a one-for-one switch but i feel like you could put that in the soundtrack this nobody goes off trail you could put it in the soundtrack for lord of the rings and no one would even bat an eye yeah, no, and so, and actually the idea yeah. too that like off like off the road, get off the road, yeah, like get the, off the, the road, whole... and then, but nobody goes off the trail, yeah, right? And the there's safety, opposite. there's safety well, on yes. it, and it, it almost feels like either that's their way of life, or like that's yeah. maybe after they've hooked up with the stranger, that's guidance given to them uh, or something, yeah, yeah, and that's a way to to sort of track and keep track of them. They're all here on the trail. I've got them all under my yeah. protection, or you know, who yeah. knows. Well, what that's what that's going to be. But or what does the is... trail even mean? Like, is it just their way of life? You know, is it like nobody goes off trail. Nobody strays from the way. Yeah. The stranger yeah. might be trying to pull them, do strange things, you know, and who knows? Who knows? Well, hey, yeah. you, you know how you mentioned that, like, some of these pieces may not actually fit they, 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 so that you're like, oh, this doesn't I don't know if this would really if I were to pick it up and just place it over in the in the trilogy or whatever, like, what would it work? I mean, yeah. For example, like one of them that just sort of fell flat or fell dead to me was Numenor. Fell right in the ocean. Oh, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. It just sort of fell. Yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, actually, I, I, I like it. I'm trying to make the, the you know, it followed the fall of Numenor and fell. Sorry. I was <laughs> fell flat. Dang, anyway, dude. I'm you sorry. are okay. like, you're a new level. <laughs> I've bro. learned, I've learned from the master. Okay. I've been, no, I act, that was, that was, that this was a different Gandalf. That was, that was, pitiful. yeah. No, but I, I think, but in seriousness though, like that, that track is not listed by, by either of us and it is so yeah. foreign. It's so different. Why? Because that, I mean, island doesn't exist. Those people right. that the, the fall yes. has happened, and that's yes. just gone to, to to history. So it's actually cool that it's so new. So it, I guess I could throw it as my honorable mention. We're not even up to our number ones yet, but I just wanted to bring yeah. it up as you as you mentioned things that really don't fit. And then why? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't there. It. it, it uh, yeah. It, it's okay that it stands sort of on its own, like out at like a almost like a that on an island or whatever. You know. I, and, and let me tell you what, too. I think it's also a flaw that we have that I think a lot of like fans I, – I think about all these people who have talked about how excited they are to see Numenor and how much they love Numenor and all this mm-hmm. stuff. You know, like heavy Numenor fans might be really disappointed probably in what they're seeing so far. But I think it's maybe an assumption we've all made that's that's inaccurate. Like maybe it's rooted in Tolkien's work, but I'm just thinking on a on a like a practical visual level in – in a show format is like, why do we think that Gondor and, um, Oh my, why am I blanking on the Northern kingdom? What's the Northern kingdom called? Man. Uh, and, um, it's and, not Arnor, and, is it? No, absolutely. Arnor. Know, you're, right, you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Gondor and, and, and Arnor. Right. And yep. so we assume that like, cause I, we, the Northern kingdom is gone when we're in third age and that's where I live. Okay. So Gondor's the only thing right. remaining, you know? Um, but like we assume that, uh, what we see and hear in Gondor is going to be, is going to be more akin to Numenor than, than probably what we've heard. 
but why why would it be if you think about like the amount of Numenorians that escaped was very very small yeah sure right it was just like a yeah. few shipfuls and it was like a lendil and a sealed door and a couple of faithful and, yeah the faithful right and so yeah. they escape and then they go found these kingdoms of and they bring the sapling right mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah from from the tree before it's destroyed in in the the you know the um the pagan temple that uh sauron sets up black numenorians mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but really like other than that why, why would we expect it to feel like there are there are these like these uh, like callbacks to Numenor, like especially we see in Middle Earth with the Gall Wings. Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the five hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HE Travel at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HE Travel to save 20%. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And, you know, like even uh, Minas Tirith kind of looking like a ship in a sense, like the big, the rock that juts out that is splits the seven levels in half kind of looks like a big keel of a boat. Oh, right, you know? yeah. And and even like the the um, Tower of Ecthalion kind of imitates a mast, so it looks like a big ship in the mountains, essentially. But other than that, like, why would we expect them to look and sound the same as the height of Numenor? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's not like all of Numenor just fled to Middle Earth and then duplicated their their kingdom again. You know what I mean? It, it would be a different version of that. It would be much more like mingled with what men were like in middle earth i would assume so yeah you're right the fact that it sounds so different makes sense actually like yeah, i think a lot of people yeah. are going to be kind of put off by that that they should hear all these horns yeah yeah it's not what it would have sounded like it, it just to me it makes almost more sense the way they're doing it than than right. what we probably anticipated but you're right it, it is so different that it's kind of like whoa this doesn't even feel like any sound we've ever heard in middle earth 
Right, right. And you Which think is about, perfect. Yeah, and then even you, you wonder, too, with, with Numenor, the different factions represented there, too, right? So we mm-hmm. talked about the faithful. We talked about those who are kind of respecting some There's of the— There's five regions in the island, too. Yeah, All yeah. the stars, the forest star and the north oh, star goodness, and all the, yeah. the, the different points in, like, the middle of the island. There's It's a huge island, dude. You know what I was just thinking about? So nah. here's something interesting. <laughs> so Gondor is still around by the time we, we get to it or whatever, but Arnor— and you think about the AR, right? And that being sort of uh, those oh who were gosh, less. Like, it, it fell before oh, Gondor, kept, you know, keeping the my faith or whatever. I don't know. Just trying to make little connections wow. there. But uh, anyway, yeah, Arnor. And then you've got the. Yeah. So it, they're going to wow. explain all that to us. And I think that's really good for yeah. us to see the different factions and what's going on. Who is still sort of, you know, speaking in Quenya or, or Sindarin or whatever it is. And they're, they're, they're going to be do, doing yeah. their thing. Like, that will be interesting to see who, who like, because Galadriel, one of those pieces, she's in there talking to everybody. And you can tell, you can look on the, the, their faces. Some of them are yeah. happy she's there and some are yes. not. So yes. it, won't, it won't surprise me if Eminem steps out from behind some throne. Like uh, worm and then, tongue and starts yeah, yeah, the, spitting. Yeah, and then you got you got Hobbrand who's just like I'm Hobbrand. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so cool. What's up? Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I swam here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. I saved. I saved. Uh, Galadriel actually. This big I, hot shot. I'm yeah. the one who pulled her onto my raft. Yeah. As I was trying to escape. What? Uh, so uh, what's your number one, bro? Give me your yeah, number yeah. one. Number one. Casa Doom. Casa Doom. Uh, wow. Just wow. so cool when yeah. when i when when i played that one the first couple i mean like okay so you know like i'm i'm, I'm clicking through and obviously there was some great ones right at the start uh and I, I loved all of them but then i got to this one and i it just stopped me it just stopped me. i was mm-hmm. like wow this mm-hmm. is cool and, and, and you need to give it a second right so you need to give it until that deep sort of choir sets in and yes. these these yeah. the, the rumblings of the mountain uh, yes. it's it's yes. so yes. So cool to to hear that, and I think he really, I think Bear really captures that, and it just it feels so natural to them, yeah, to to, to, to the Dwarven Kingdom. So, yeah, I, I loved it, and I have to say, like a lot of people are are out on the internet, like this is straight. I mean, it it feels it feels like the dwarves. It feels like yeah, this is does. their this is their thing. It's so their it's height. very yep. natural, j- just the same way that uh, the Brandyfoots, you know, the, the Nori Brandy. Uh, yeah. piece felt it, it, it's natural it slides yeah. right in there and you feel really good about it and you're like i know exactly what this is meant to evoke in me um yes with those with such, those characters such a good such a good buffer like entering yeah. into a different you know interpretation of of middle earth like it really is like a buffer zone that helps us or like a couple drinks at a party you know like you're you're nervous about going or something to a new place and you're meeting new people and you have a couple drinks and you you know, or whatever your thing is, you right. it helps loosen you up a little bit and liquid courage. And it's kind of with this, with these like pieces that hit home are like, in a sense, you know, yeah, they're kind of sure. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So, Hey, here we go. Number one. Yeah. My, my number one, I do want to say real quick with that cause of doom. Stuff, okay. Yeah. That, that piece, like the, the, the male choral aspect sure. is that maybe that's what Joe Lewis was talking about. Cause I didn't have time to go back and listen. But like, think about when they're fleeing to the bridge. There is all that, like all the male voices coming in, like the deep choral chanting. Sure. And I'm like, yes, I can totally hear that as like the last of the of the voices of Kaza Doom is what we're hearing in Lord of the Rings, and here it is like in full force. All of these 
and, and it is yeah. a little more it's like, a little more um uh like it's less chanty and more sung in a way which makes sense yeah sure because we're, yeah. we're almost hearing the echoes of them like like ushering yes. our fellowship out sort of like oh. you know uh, like a like a a warning Dang, get out and they're, they're crossing the bridge you know what i mean yeah so. yes the echoes of the glory wow okay yeah. yeah my number one my number one is the opening and the main theme i mean i just like i like i said i'm not gonna talk about it too much more because i already harped on it a bunch but just howard shore writing that it was incredible uh like the the way it felt at first you know it made me think like wow this sounds like howard shore bear did a great job and then when i realized it was howard shore i was like oh my gosh because it also i didn't realize that until i had listened a few tracks further and when sarah was like hey dude did you catch this and i'm like no because i'm an idiot and <laughs> and so to me it fit it, it was beautiful it sounded like howard shore's interpretation but it also like I said, acted as a bridge. It felt so much like a transition into what Bear had created as well. So to me, yeah. I, I put in here a, a deconstruction of the themes that we heard in the trilogy, but I don't even, upon like more reflection, I don't think it's a deconstruction at all. I think it is more like a, a more polished version. Like, cause there, there are definitely sounds that we hear in Lord of the Rings, themes we hear in Lord of the Rings, but much more almost like put together. And so they sound... Like we, we've talked about older and like more the the height and glory of some of these civilizations in Middle Earth. So, right. yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it was, yeah, the realization or the, that that being pointed out to me by Goldberry, I was like, I, I just can't. But like this dude, like, let's not forget, man, like the Smith family in 2004 or five mm-hmm. went to the Ohio Theater and we yeah, were in the did. presence yeah. of Howard Shore and right. we got to hear him conduct uh, you know, his pieces that he composed while the Columbus Symphony Symphony Orchestra Symphony, Jesus, Symphony Orchestra played, uh, you know, the soundtrack. And yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. There was a Q&A before and it was so cool to see him just do his thing. Like it was it was unreal. It was yeah. unreal. Yeah. Um, so that to me was big. That was a huge like, uh, again, like another love letter to fans that that this is going in in the yeah. right direction and it's going to be something we love. So, yeah. That, yeah, it was, um, it, was, it was really cool. I'm, I'm really glad it's your number one because it's one of those things yeah. I, I – it really needs to be in, in one of our, our top fives because it's it's that – it just – yeah. It's it was, perfect. It was so cool, and it just, it's a great bridge, and it just feels feels great. It feels really good and, to have. And the beginning of every episode, like it won't ever get old too. Um, but it's not like in your face, you know? Like that's the – it's very subtle, which I think is – yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's fitting. Um, so I've, I do have a couple honorable mentions. Uh, the first one is during the fourth uh, because that cello, man, that mm-hmm, cello. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe one of the most unique, like that sliding note to. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just so interesting. And it's like it's it's equal parts powerful, civilized or regal and also whimsical it to me that piece does ever it, it it like personifies everything that dwarves are right like they're kind of funny and, and goofy and and strange they're very very powerful and at the same time they're kind of like they're also scary in their own way like because of that whole obsession with with riches right and that they value that almost more than they value anything else and so sure i yeah. thought it was cool and it was also like one of the only times i think i can pick out like a cello being the main featured instrument. And that's what I, you know, I played an orchestra all those years ago. So it was very, very 
very cool. I love oh, that yeah. piece. It also evokes a bit of like that affluence they've built, um, you know, being at their height. So, you sure, know, like you, sure. you can almost imagine this being played at some, uh, you know, meeting of the dwarven royal court in Casa Doom. Like there's a cello, some ancient cello that they're playing and and they're like dancing to this or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like sure. a, a like a like an uppity party tune. And then also had the stranger because it's an amazing vibe that it creates and it's mysterious and yeah. maybe I said, I said maybe the most mysterious piece we've ever heard in middle earth and i'll stick to that I, I would put it right up there with the with the original or some of the early like ring themes okay where it's, yeah na, 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 like that yeah. opening ring theme where you're like whoa where what's, are we going mm-hmm. what's the adventure i think the stranger is right up there with that which to me is like that's a pretty big honor mm-hmm. to bestow yeah. Yeah, no, no you're, that's you're, you're you're right. I mean, it's just yeah. I like that you mentioned the Durham one because that was I, just, love, I can't so, stop listening to that one, man. Yeah, it every time it comes on, it's cool. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is cool. This is cool. Yeah. And it's, it's so good. So yeah, awesome. All right, all right. I do yeah. have a couple not uh, tops, so I have the not top yeah, two. Yeah, give me those. Um, so these weren't. Fit, yeah, they're not fitting in for you they right? just feel like, weird yeah they felt weird to me upon like the first listen and even in subsequent listens i'm like i don't know and i want to ask i want to really want to ask rebecca why like yeah. i want to know musically theoretically like why this is making me think of these things so they're, they're two it's the cavalry yeah. and nolwa matar and so the cavalry I, I i feel like i'm in the lion the witch in the wardrobe i feel like harry gregson williams is getting me amped for the final battle against the white witch and I don't know if it's like the beats or the drum that's used or the intensity. Yeah. I don't know what it is or the visual right. I'm associating with it, with Gladriel leading all those horse horsemen into battle sure. to fight off the orcs from the Southlanders or whatever's going to happen. But to me, it just feels straight out of Narnia, which again, I like, I, I'm going to say that these are both misses in the right direction. Like if you're going to miss, miss into Narnia, that's okay. Sure. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's like a sister sort of universe to middle earth in a way because of Lewis and Tolkien's relationship and friendship. And they're even just their, um, the way that they would write and, and critique each other's writings and encourage one another. So it's fine to miss that way, but it just feels very like Narnia-ish and uh, sort of like out of place that way. Not not in a jarring way, but just like it doesn't feel totally right. And then the Noah Matar sounds to me like Duel of Fates. It feels like yeah, I like right? I hear okay. it and, I'm, and I can't visualize anything in Middle Earth. All I can see is Anakin and Obi-Wan fighting on Mustafar. That's all I can visualize when I hear this. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it's just it's it feels like a John Williams piece and it feels like this big crescendo uh that's happening again like in in the Star Wars universe not in Middle Earth. And and I'll say again, like fine, it's the, if you're going to miss that way, miss into that into that universe. That's fine. So th- I would agree with some people on that whole I have to wait and see how it goes with the visual aspect, both these pieces, like um, it, it might, I might feel very differently after I see the show and I see these pieces in context. Right. But like without that visual aspect and that memory of the show, to me, they just feel very like out of place. Yeah. Um, yep. and, and in an even more way than like Numenor or, um, or the stranger, you know, cause they, they sort of feel like I can rationalize them in my, like my head cannon, you know, to use your, mm-hmm. uh, your mm-hmm. metaphor. And so, but these, I can't, like, I'm like, I'm struggling to, 
to make to, them to fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and maybe well, you know sometimes with those tracks when they when you have so much like dialogue or other energy or soundscape around them or whatever, it might just yes. sort of blend change right in. my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Or it might make sense more, you know, I don't know. And maybe not. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, this is a, it's one charge and you're sort of like, all right, cool. Calvary's uh, over. Right. Let's, let's get a look. Yeah. yeah right. Which is fine. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's a great point too. Like, I mean, in, in battle sequences, it is more of an, a visual aspect. Like maybe the music won't even be as big of a background and you'll be like, yeah, it'll sort of just like, it'll wash out in a way that um, I'm not anticipating right now. But anyway, those are the two. Yeah. I didn't want to be like a Homer and just say, Oh, I loved every track, but but I don't, I don't also don't hate these two. Like that's the thing. It's just, they feel sort of every other one, every other piece I've heard that feels different or sounds different. It feels good. Right. Like I'm like, okay, that's a different feel in a good way. I understand like I, I anticipate and I look forward to seeing what this, how this looks mm-hmm, with these. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. But right. again, yeah. it's not a deal breaker, not a big deal. I just wanted well, to. Yeah, I, I yeah. think too, there there probably there's tracks in the originals that you like, apps get. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah, not that absolutely. bad. I just, uh, yes. I'd rather hear something else and, yeah. and, and kind of move on. Um, yep. Real quick. I wanted to say uh, Elrond half Elvin is also my, one of my uh, honorable oh, yeah. mentions. I think that Dude, was, I, I would think say that's good. maybe one of the most underrated tracks. Yeah, I, think I forget I, about that yeah. one all the time. Yep, it's it's pretty good, and so I don't don't sleep on that one because don't sleep on it, baby. Ooh, that's gonna be good. It's gonna be nice. Just it's just I think I think Elrond's actually gonna shock us. I think there's gonna be some really cool. I just I, I do too. Way more. Uh, I feel like you know, kind of hold your hats Dude, I, on that character. So I I absolutely forgot to. I I I was like I need to brush up and and watch some nerd of the rings sure right yeah shout out yeah uh and, and remember what happens in the second age i forgot that like rivendell the hidden valley is found while they're retreating away from sauron wow okay i had totally forgotten that or or like that had gotten lost in the, the initial uh-huh. like dives i had done in middle earth and i was like that's so cool and there are you can kind of hear like rivendell-ish sounds in that piece mm-hmm. in that elrond half elven so yeah so cool to see where Wow, like where we're going. Um, yeah, it's cool. Man, dude. Oh, this is it's so a, much fun. It's, it's, it is this cool. Is so much fun. If, if uh, you have, some people have also, by the way, probably like been like, you know what? I'm going to wait. Cause I know some people are like, I don't want to hear it yeah. until I, until I, you know, it's, it's in its, uh, just the way it's meant to be kind of put out there because yeah, digested. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Because, because then I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, sometimes I'm listening to, uh, things from the originals and I'm like, wow, okay, this feels, like it, I can see it in my mind. I can see the yes. various charges or the fight scenes or the the Shire opening up before me and things like that. So, you know, once you associate it with those things that you really like visually or – takes the, on a new meaning. Yeah, it, yep. it really can. So I get people kind of being a little hesitant there on, on Yeah, just cautious. I think that's probably really – I mean it's really smart. They're trying to preserve like positivity in a way I think yeah. too. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's been it's been a while since we've had poll results, but we do have some poll results Let's to share. Uh, yeah, along that same vein, what we were just talking about, you know, we asked on an Instagram story, so that's kind of where we're doing polls now. I guess it's just sort of happened because uh, I forgot that you could do it there until recently. I'm like, oh, I could just be putting polls up here. Yeah. Um, so I asked how our uppers feeling about uh, the season one soundtrack. I had four options: chills, tears, joys. It's beautiful. Uh, also it's a big, it's a mixed bag for me or I'm out. I need more shore or mm. I need to see it in context first. 
Uh, so 63% of voters said chills, tears, and joy, mm. 44 people. Uh, it's a mixed bag, got 13%, so like nine votes. Okay. De- decent chunk there. Uh, only one voter said, I'm out. I want more Howard Shore. I honestly anticipated that yeah. to be a little higher, which makes me feel really good. That means that majority of people are are either full in on Bear or waiting to see it in context, and they're not just writing him off and 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 sort of like saying, well, it's if it's not Howard Shore, then I don't want anyone. Which and if that is yeah. you're, if you're that one vote, that's okay too. Like I understand that that uh, uh, perspective as well. Sure. And then 16 votes, 23 percent said I need to see it in context first. Yeah. So yeah, just wait. Two, yeah, yeah two thirds were like I'm in, and almost like a third were like I need to see it as it's supposed to be watched first. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. I, I like that because I'm, I'm anxious to get in there and sort of see how some of these things like, you know, who they're associated yeah, with how they're, and how they're realized. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what Absolutely. They do with the story. So Man, cool. All right. We we do actually have uh, an in court in the other corners of Middle Earth segment as well. We've got a few things to kind of talk about. Um, yeah. yeah. So th- this this is kind of newish news. Uh, the acquisition of the rights um, that. Uh, pertain to the trilogy era of Middle Earth and the Third Age. Um, now, I only watched this clip once, so I'm I'm super, and I watch it late at night, so I'm super fuzzy. But all I know is this: this was kind of a quiet thing that hasn't really been talked about very much. Okay. As what do you remember from this? Was okay because I'm I'm fuzzy on this. The the company that bought the rights are they associated with Amazon? Is that something I heard or something I'm so, wrong on? Okay, I'm super fuzzy on it too because I read like okay. an article somewhere. So okay. yeah, I actually read. So I read the article. I saw you posted that that link though. So <laughs> what I read, uh, and this is what's what's interesting because some of you out there are like, well, now, hold on a second. Like what yeah. I read over here was this. So uh, we're all reading different things. It, it is. It's it's shrouded in mystery. Mystery, right? Yeah. I don't really know what's going on. It, so it, yeah. certain individuals have rights to various things and uh the way it was broke down for me was that they've got these television rights but what what shocked me what i kind of forgot was it seems like they've had the television rights to even the third age stuff Mm. you know so like they could have actually redone anything and all for television okay okay Uh, not movies right so 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 movies that still that still belongs where wherever um but what they went and acquired were these television right i could be wrong about that but more streaming television rights or whatever that was what was sort of up for grabs which makes you go because remember we were talking about oh are they going to redo fellowship that was the storyline for a while yeah they were going to redo the the trilogy and 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 we kind of had the power to do that or something remember like yeah Remember we talked about it and we felt uh, kind of fell in love with the idea. Like we said, you could literally do a chapter an episode. It'd be wild, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would you be could, a you could real do six seasons to the yeah. You, you can really flesh it out. You could do six seasons because there's six books, and mm-hmm. every episode in in a season could be a chapter from the book, and you could really take time to like dig in and develop. I think it would be kind of awesome, but um, That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. So I was again, I was kind of fuzzy on the details too. I meant to watch it before we recorded. And I just, I just did not well, make time, didn't have time. But like the bottom line is, we're gonna get, we're gonna get a lot more Middle Earth stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. we're gonna get a lot more Lord of the Rings stuff, and we're gonna get a lot more exploration in the in the Third Age, and especially in that in that era uh, uh, that the trilogy takes place in, um, sort of the end of the Third Age. Um, you know, this this video talked about, you know. I mean, like, 
uh, getting sort of like a, an Aragorn show or maybe exploration of, of Gandalf or featuring some uh, something that features Eowyn or, you know, yeah. just different different things are going to come out uh, related to that era and exploring those characters and kind of stuff we didn't get to see in the movies. Look, can I, I'm going to just read what I have a couple quotes. Yeah, up here. yeah, yeah. Okay. Please do. So please do. this I just was hunting down some of these articles or whatever. So what did Amazon buy? Uh, quote. We have the rights solely to the Fellowship of the Ring, the Two Towers, the Return oh, okay. of the King, the okay. Appendices, and the Hobbit. Payne says, and that wow. is it. We do not have the rights to the Silmarillion, Unfinished Tales, the Histories of Middle Earth, or any of those other books. Uh, that takes a huge chunk of lore off wow. the table and has left Tolkien fans wondering how this duo plans to tell a Second Age story without access to those materials. Wow. Um, there's a version of everything we need for the second age in the books. Mm -hmm. We have the rights to McKay says, as long as we're painting within those lines and not, uh, you know, contradicting something we don't have the rights to, there's a lot of leeway and room to dramatize and tell those stories. Well, and think about how much second age stuff, even if you're just thinking, okay, they have the rights to the trilogy, right? Mm -hmm. The Lord of the Rings. Think about the, the tale of Gilgalad or the fall of Gilgalad that Sam sings. That's a lot of content there sure. embedded in the Lord of the Rings. Think about how often. That's exactly what they say. Think but, about. Do, yeah. So do they technically have the rights to, could they do a Baron and Luthien? Uh, because that's well, told in, in the confines of the Lord of the Rings as well. Okay, and then you think about yeah. the appendices. Isn't there an entire section in the appendices that is titled of Numenor? Oh, I, I, there might I be. I believe so. Yeah. So if they have it. So, yeah, this is making way more sense. If they have all of that access of like we. Because I don't have the appendices memorized. I mean, I know that there are there are things in there that that elaborate on. You're, but but Baron and Luthien, as you say, that the the lay of Luthien is a first age thing, right? So it is a first age thing. And, yes, and that's Aragorn talks about it all the time. Like he sings the the lay mm-hmm. of Luthien for for the hobbits. Um, that's something that's even done in the movies in the extended editions. Aragorn. You know, yeah. they're they're in the Midgewater marshes, and Frodo says, "Who who is she? Who do you sing of?" And he's like, "You know, go to sleep, wow. Slay hey, Luthien." Here, okay, let me let me give you a. This is really cool. Yeah. Again, I like just using their quotes and what they say because you can get context around these things or whatever. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they are saying. So we took all of these these little clues and thought of them as stars in the sky that we then connected to Connect write the, the novel. Yeah, wow. that Tolkien never wrote about the Second Age. Wow. So wow. Uh, the the duo cites the song. So those uh, are the, the fall pillars. Of those are the yeah. Yes. Those. There you go. Okay. There you go. I've never read this article. I was not. Yeah. That. I know you. So yeah, I know you the, haven't. Yeah. The, I don't. I don't know anything. I haven't read. Doesn't read. Yes. Yeah. I don't do it. <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, so those are the pillars that they've referenced this whole time. And maybe so maybe Shippy uh, departed because he didn't like that and he didn't like the way that they were going about connecting those dots but man that is so exciting so literally i just the the gist i got that i took away from that video i can't remember the company's name but i thought they were associated with amazon and maybe this is the same thing we're talking about but really all all that i got from from that um from this news is that we're going to get a lot more middle earth and specifically in that era that we we love so much and maybe even it sounds like in in the first age and the second age some more, uh, which obviously we're getting with this with the show. But who knows what else they could, what else they could do, what else they could pull from. Yeah, you know who, so, what else they could pull from the from the trilogy. So yeah, that that is crazy. So anything that's alluded to, as I continue to read this, that's in, for example, the Council of Elrond. 
where they talk about oh things or, or the shadow of the past, those actual chapters they referenced oh and said my gosh. that nuggets are dropped in there by Elrond about things yeah. that happened in the past, right? So And and Gandalf. Gandalf was the shadow of the past when he lays it all out. Oh my absolutely. lord. So they said that's all fair game and that is all stuff that like helps sort of add context wow. and a driving point to where they're going. So that well, makes that makes so much where has this article been? How I never... don't know. I that just... makes so much more sense. Yeah. I feel like they've been out more recently. Recently, though, like like doing talks and people have been asking yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these questions and they've, they've yeah. played this out because this was not there a few months ago. No, so no, it we, was in, in years and, ago. And I had we looked it up in a long out. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Now, now, okay. now, as you said, so they again continue paint saying here we worked in in conjunction with world renowned Tolkien scholars and the Tolkien estate to make yeah. sure that the ways we connected the dots were a Tolkien. Uh, <laughs> Tolkienian. Tolkienian. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. See, I'm not in that club. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyways, they gelled with what the experts in the estates uh, understanding mm-hmm. the material is. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, Lane and I are hobbits. We're not uh, anywhere close to that that table, as no. we say. We're we're at the kids' table, and so it's cool to kind of once the adults get this all firmed up for us and pass us down a little letter that yeah. says, "This is what we're doing, guys." Just <laughs> yeah. so you know, be on yeah. be on point, be ready. Um, we're, we're here, we're, we're here for that. So this is cool. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, it's neat because we're asking, we're jumping around like, yeah, cool. Why now for sure we're seeing first age stuff. They, I mean, yeah. clearly, clearly Gladriel's talking yep. about this with yes. uh, her brother yeah, the and stuff. Wrath. So yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Th- it's so interesting. To, we had seen that shot and thought this has got to be the war of wrath. Right. But mm-hmm. then to know that that character, that, that, that man we've seen screaming out this whole time in, in almost every trailer, that's Finrod. Right. And so. Like right. yeah, could we see Morgoth? Like in this whole in this prologue episode that uh, people have leaked out that the first couple episodes are going to be backstory. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what could we see, dude? What could we? Are we going to live in the first age for a couple episodes and then be brought up to the end of the, or like the you know yeah. the start of the deception and the fall of Numenor? I mean, like maybe. So uh, that would be crazy. Yeah, this, this this is really cool. I mean, so uh, you mentioned Tom Shippey just just moments ago. So it, the rumor yeah. is that he violate and I. This is I shouldn't even say. It. I feel like I shouldn't even what say this. Do? Oh come on! No, it's just come rumor. On, Corey. I don't know. Come on, Corey. It, this is an article. Let me get the article up here. The the credit the, is that he violated some some in in uh, what are they NDAs or whatever like non disclosure agreement or something by oh, saying they boy. had mm. you know and that could have been accidental. Who knows or whatever that they had okay. the rights to unfinished tales and that seems kind of minor. You know, like if he went oh, out that's there. That's what and, he got upset about. Or no, that, that or he got it... that he got fired for that or whatever. That he got fired because. He, I don't know if that's right because that seems like wow. a minor thing to fire somebody for. Like he that's went and said, "Well, they, they actually have the rights to unfinished tales." That seems like it could also have been a mistake, <laughs> like a misspoken sort right. of thing. Yeah, if that's yeah, yeah. the case, I don't know. Anyway, or, or is... maybe he was saying the stories that are also included in the unfinished tale, or the you know what I mean, like the okay, yeah, why, like why would that? That seems maybe. They, I they mean, do maybe, say there's some confusion. Uh, they do say they acknowledge this is confusing, and they're not really sure that this is. That's a rumor. They're they're saying rumor like five times in this same paragraph. Okay. So I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe that's. I totally... just I wonder like, has anyone talked to Tom? Like, I haven't heard anything from him. Yeah, I don't know because like, you, you think no, he would release yeah. a statement, dude? He is a he's big time. I mean, he. Has, I like, think they just parted ways. I'm not even so sure that sacked or fired yeah. is the right term. For what, that yeah. people were throwing out there. I don't think you, that's fair. I don't. Know. I wonder maybe he maybe he can't tell his side of it, but it, it's yeah. you know, with with another NDA or something, or like just just uh, privacy, or maybe he doesn't want to well, disclose what happened. The, but it would be really interesting to know because he give, was involved in Lord of the Rings. Like if you watch the appendices, Tom Shippey is 
is in there like talking about the backstory of Tolkien and, and it's more of kind of a featurette on Tolkien as a man, but still he's included in, in that yeah, yeah. project in a way. And so that's kind of interesting. So I, and I, we, let's just give everybody a little bit of leeway here because th with the Tolkien estate and all these, this has been a, a big debate over the years as to like, who has what rights and then uh, yeah, like how yeah. controlling is this one group for you know versus what you can and can't do so th there's a lot of technicality that maybe somebody misstepped or whatever and didn't understand what yeah. we clearly somebody reached out to Peter Jackson and the legal team said hey by the way we can't do that you know what i mean like this is not yeah, right, right, easy right. stuff to kind of wait around in uh, no. and it's a lot of money being thrown around and if somebody has yep. the chance to capitalize on that that's true, the unfortunate that's thing so it may just have been that so I don't want to I don't want to even I shouldn't even have really no, tried to put out there. You're actually just, defending Tom is what you're doing. Yeah, you're defending I don't, him in a way that yeah other this, people might not have. They they've just been sort of like they played into all the clickbaitiness, and so is, I think what you're doing is right, man. Well, because all these articles, by the way, any, any of these articles that when when you read out there, like there it's an there's an author to them. They are they're not just they don't magically disappear. They're not actually just facts, just you know out there. And like this is somebody's <laughs> take on it, right? I mean, this is somebody yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. you know uh, talking. What what they think because yeah. they in their terms yeah. they think this is a fanfic right they think this is also maybe just a this is uh, Payne and McKay doing their own fan fiction on on whatever uh, okay. you know what I mean so they're they're okay. at the end of this it turns that way so let's just keep that Jeez. kind of in mind Jeez. but the cool part was and what Google will show me which is what I was looking for was quotes from the showrunners and I just went over and I found yeah. I found this repeated in a couple different places so nice um, dude nice yeah that's hoping because that's what I want I, I just want to hear from them. Uh, this was yeah. in Vanity Fair, so they they were in the, that interview oh, so with Vanity that, Fair. I was trying. That's to, a I, very that's a very recent article too. Like yeah, that's only yeah. in the last like month or so. Right. So this is someone else's yeah. commentary on that. So take that, that all article. with a grain of okay. salt. But I just could not remember okay. who it was that they were, you know, uh, wow. talking to. So on the fly, I wanted to get that up for you guys because it's cool. I think it's really cool to know what like the rights there and everything that that, that you know oh, what, what we're yeah, dealing dude. with. It's fun to kind of to, to kind of speculate with. And, and then also, yeah, like cool. I mean, I am encouraged that Tom Shippey was was in on that and that they talk with him. Again, these guys seem to want to include like they said, like they actually one of their quotes is that they wanted to include the Tolkien estate and that they did and they included Tolkien experts. And then yeah. at, at one point maybe you're just like that all right, your job's done. Maybe you, Yeah, like you've what asked, else do we need? Yeah, what, you don't have to like, come like watch us film. Exactly. If if Peter Jackson yeah. reads the scripts and they're like, All right, cool and he's like, I gave him my two cents don't know whether they took it or not that's not part of the deal it's just read yeah. it give some feedback we'll pay you for that feedback and we'll take and, it with a grain well they roll with it so and, and like we talked about too like if it's because i think at one point uh yeah i think at one point like when maybe when they were initially contacting peter jackson we i i have this very vague memory of us talking about him being like uh like a consultative cons consultative like producer was mm, kind of the yeah. role that he that people were banding about that he had you know, at that time. And so, yeah, like, like you said, maybe you get to the point where you made that contact with Peter Jackson and then you start developing things and you feel so good about your stuff that you think, well, what is Peter Jackson going to tell us that we don't already know? You know, mm -hmm. and these are like two guys running the show who are, they're fans. Like they, they know the lore. They know Tolkien's writing. Clearly they've read all of his letters too. Like they reference his letters all the time. So they're they might even have been on a different level, deep and sweaty, than yeah, Peter Jackson, yeah. man. I mean, like, you know, yeah, uh, sure. Peter Jackson's pretty deep in. Like, he was obsessed with the is obsessed with Tolkien and Middle Earth and everything. But these two guys maybe felt like, hey, we're at least on par with our knowledge of how he worked as an author, how the estate works, all this stuff. 
So, you know what we, our vision we have, how we can make this work from the rights that we've acquired or yeah, that Amazon yeah. acquired. Yeah. I don't know. Just a few, it's, a few more interesting nuggets here. Cause now I put up the yeah, very yeah. fair article. And I just wanted to like, yeah, so maybe, they, they yeah. got the likes of John Howe in here. They wanted him in for, yep, yep, for, yep. for design, which is cool. You've mentioned that multiple right. times. Uh, and that snow troll, uh, yeah. concept artwork was on, on the official Instagram. And oh, stuff, was so it? That was okay. Amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yep. So uh, he, they, they kind of go on to talk. They said, we reached out to Peter Jackson, but between between COVID and his schedule and our schedules, didn't manage to actually get uh, together for coffee, but certainly well, would love to at some point. that's a different story. That's a different story. Now, this is actually yep. back in February. So that's, okay. you know, maybe then, maybe though, but you see, maybe they were the guys saying, let's get together for coffee and let's keep pushing this, talking to their, you know, junior executives or something and saying, can you guys help us get that going? Yeah. And after that point, they came back and said, hey, guys, we, we really can't. You know, we, we, we can't do that or, yeah. or whatever. Who knows when this is kind of coming up in terms of the timeline. But whatever. Th- there it is. They said our relationship is as big as fans and, and, and admirers. Like we – they are essentially saying they are big fans and admirers of the series. They talk yeah, about yeah. all this stuff, which which has been out there for a while that that's – you know, the – Peter's films. Um, they're talking about influences from Led Zeppelin, John House paintings, the, the yes, Hobbit, baby. yeah, the, the the Hobbit cartoon. So they're in thick, and yeah, I, I like yeah. that. And then for them to take the creators, um, some of these content creators, uh, podcasters, YouTubers, whatever, over to I don't know if it was London, and have a panel where they sort of addressed some concerns and just talked about things that they had done in their research and some of the things that the Tolkien experts had brought up. I feel really, really, you know, good about it, and I just think it's. It's so cool, that's so. why we weren't. That's why we weren't invited because we we're, we're not, not worried ex- about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're, well, we're also not. Yeah, we're not expert. We we would just be sitting there lost at the table, going like, uh, "Go." We'd be like, "Now, where is the nudity happening, guys? Are hobbits in this? Or what? Like, they got any hair on their toes? What's going on?" Oh, Harfoot. That's like Harryfoot. Okay, all right. I get it. They got into that. They got into that tobacco they were smoking. They got into that. Goodness. So, any wizards oh, in this man. bad boy? That's all I want to say. Oh, man. They knew to keep us out of it. <laughs> Who's a stranger anyway? Anyone got any ideas? <laughs> Y'all want to drop that on us? Don't worry. We won't tell nobody. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that's really cool that, uh, I mean, I knew that, well, we both knew, obviously, because we've been talking about this forever, that they were diehard fans. But, yeah, to hear that, that uh, a more, like, fleshed out, yeah, uh, commentary on like the explicit rights they have, and then even thinking about just us talking about this right now, like what that entails. There is a lot of of the other ages that are in Lord of the Rings, and then even in the appendices. So that makes a lot of that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, wow. Cool. cool stuff there. All yeah. Right. Um, speaking of of the Third Age um, and uh, the trilogy era, as I'm going to call it, time frame, whatever. Uh, our buddy Cam Hansen reached out to us, um, and we were, we were kind of talking about this. Uh, it came from that article, and, and just the more more of the um, uh, I don't know more more films and TV shows and products that are going to be released around uh, this trilogy uh, time frame. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he said there there are these uh, that about ten years ago Weta acquired the rights to do a a video game uh, for Lord of the Rings. Yes. And you know, like my favorite cool. is yes. My, this is crazy, dude. This, uh, uh, this, this, what he detailed was pretty amazing because it's like what Lord of the Rings fans who also love, who are also gamers have been wanting for a long, long time. Like we all remember two towers when the two towers came out by EA. It was amazing. 
Um, it was like one of the first times um, a film and a video game overlapped in such a way that I remember even in some like they had featurette videos that went along with their like bonus content that you could unlock interviews with the actors. And even in some of the some of the videos, they had stuff blurred out. Oh, wow. Because it was from production and it was for like Return of the King and you couldn't see it yet. Uh, but just the way it was done, it felt like the most immersive experience. Like you actually felt like you were playing the movie. I, I'll never forget playing with my cousin Luke. Yeah. Um, uh, the Amon Hen level feeling like, oh, my gosh, I want to stay here forever. And then, you know, you fight in Helm's Deep and you've got like the range that looks like the rain is on the lens of the camera for the screen. Like it was just one of the most immersive video games of all time. The voice actors, the score, uh, Weta working on it with them and like the production, the film film uh, producers, like, you know, christening everything. It was it was sure. officially licensed everything to the T's. And then, you know, since then, there there have been some good video games, but a lot of video games are kind of like, ah, just it's just not quite what we had had before and what we had hoped for. Mm-hmm. So this, what Cam was talking about that they have been working on and have planned to roll out, it sounds like in the next couple of years maybe, is an open-ended adventure-based Lord of the Rings trilogy time frame video game. Okay. So essentially like, so um middle earth online has been around for a long time you used to have to buy it now i think it's just free online Mm -hmm. and it's really cool it's like a uh sort of like role massive it's a massive multiplayer online role-playing game Mm -hmm. yeah and so you pick a character and you level up and all this stuff and you can explore all these different places yeah um but it's never been like officially licensed with you know the creators and designers of the of the movies so it doesn't have the same kind of like look and feel Sure. as uh, like some of those EA games had. So this to me seems like it would be the perfect marriage of what we had in um, those EA games, the very first ones, Two Towers and Return of the King, and what we could have had in Middle Earth Online. Uh, okay. Like to, to see like a, I don't even know how how comprehensive it would be, but it sounds like it would be insane. Like to be able, so what I'm imagining too is like the best thing I can do now is I get on Lego Lord of the Rings and I do just the the open like once you've finished all the quests, you can just kind of wander around Middle Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it takes like five minutes to get from one end to the other, but it's really cool. Like it's honestly the best thing that we have right now. Mm-hmm. But to see something that was what we've always wanted, like jumping on a horse and riding through Rohan, and riding yeah. all the way to Bree, and then all the way to the Shire, and then all the way to the Grey Havens, and and, and I don't know. Like, I wanted to take fly a little on while. You know what I mean? I, I want to. Dude, I want it to take forever. I want, I want to put in the work. Yeah. Put in the work and to fly on the back of an eagle. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe you create your own character and you're a ranger. And you can sure. like everything from your boots to the, to the to your gloves. You know, you can design your own. I don't know. I don't know exactly how detailed it would be. But the fact that Weta's working on it. I mean, Weta still produces. You just go check them out sometime. They're still making like like statues and figurines of characters from the trilogy. Like they will never ever stop. They will never stop. And everything they do is, is just out of love and honor of what they created 20 plus years ago. So if they can create a, a home run of a video game, like, uh, it would be, that'd be cool. It would be dangerous for me, uh, because I would probably spend too much time on it, but (laughs) I'd have to I'd have to move up from a PS3 too as well. I'm guessing. Yeah, you gotta but, upgrade, uh, buddy. You gotta, yeah. yeah, I gotta upgrade. But anyway, really, really exciting. I think that would be a really cool thing. Um, so go check that out and keep your eyes peeled for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yep. 
Also, I just I just sucked one down, man. Uh, Brew Dog is a is a brewery here in Ohio. Wow. Um, this is the first thing I've seen that's like officially licensed since I had sobering, uh, sobering thought or sobering truth. Uh-huh. The official non-alcoholic beer that they drank in the films. Oh. Uh, when I was in New Zealand, I got a bottle, two bottles maybe, I, I and I brought them home uh and and drank them and they were like the same brewery who made the na beers for for the films that's they, amazing they, yeah so but it was like you know the official beer they had but this is the this is like if you want to go check it out go check out brew dogs uh, instagram or their other website and look at the fellowship ipa uh it was max leaning our buddy max you know cam Shout and max the, yep. the future of an unexpected podcast that's right uh who who uh, uh tipped us off to this and because i hadn't even seen anything about it but it is, it's a really good IPA. I mean, it's not like the most, it's just, it tastes like a just really solid IPA. Okay. But dude, if you just look at the can alone. Yeah. How you feeling? It's, I feel like I'm holding the one ring. It's dangerous. I, I mean, this is, this is the IPA to rule to all rule IPAs. Them all. I mean, Sting is on there. It's like got this gold foil that shines through. The ring wow. script is there. The official, the Lord of the Rings, like, um, uh, word art is there uh, or word font or whatever it's called uh, uh it's, yeah. it's 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 uh, copyright of new line right on there i mean it's legit it's legit and so i also think about like the whole like will will we see more officially licensed lord of the rings products like this like is this just a mm-hmm. new boom yeah. that's going to happen um i hope so, so anyway yeah. it kind of came out of nowhere for me and it's been kind of hard to find like i know, you know i i'm lucky max told me where to find it i was like right, where go on find, there yeah keep it secret keep it safe I like i i paid the guy I, to you know hide stash <laughs> some more i was like i can only take so much right now well look the crazy thing was like i couldn't find it in the first couple places i went to so i contacted brew dog and i was like hey like where is this stuff uh, can I get it straight from the brewery? Cause it's in canal Winchester. It's really close to like, uh, when we go to the hospital with Vigo, it's right on the way. Yeah. And, uh, they were like, actually, we don't have any yet. And this was like last week. We don't Whoa. have any yet. It's going to be a couple weeks before we can get more distributed. And we don't even know where the distributors took the beer. The- but wow. We're, we're, we'll find out and we'll let, so it really is keep it secret. secret. Keep it safe. I mean, it's, so I found it a couple spots. I got it at Air, Maristop in the Lank, in Lancaster, which is like my go-to place. They always have rare beers. It's uh-huh. amazing. It was like down at the bottom of a shelf and tucked way back in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did take four six-packs and only left two left. And as I'm checking out, I'm talking to a guy. He's like, oh, that's cool, man. Is that Lord of the Rings beer? I'm like, yeah. I was like, uh, uh, I was like, it's amazing. Are you excited for the show? And right. not realizing that I'm not talking to like you. He was like, Oh, uh, a show? What are, you, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, there's a Lord of the Rings show coming out. Yeah, yeah. Ring of the Power, Second <laughs> Age. She's like, no, nah, dude, I don't really like Lord of the I was like, oh, shit, oh, dude. Okay, sorry, dude. And then I'm, I'm checking out. I'm leaving. And he goes, I'm like, hey, man, have a good one. He goes, enjoy your collection or your, your collectibles, man. I'm like, oh, my wow. God. I look like you're such, that a, guy. such a nerd. I'm like, I'm going to drink these. I'm so these. glad you're that guy. I, I'm going to drink these. It's not a collection, I promise. But, um, well, anyway, it's just really cool because I don't know. There's uh, it's the first time I remember seeing a like officially licensed Lord of the Rings beer and it's right here in Ohio and it's delicious. They do. You can't order it online if you if you want to have it delivered, if you're not close by or like I don't know how far Brewdog distributes. I can't imagine it being like too far out of Ohio mm-hmm, at the very yeah. at the very furthest. But 
Um, I mean, if yeah, you're if you're uh, international too, you can also just tune into the to the live stream, and you guys can experience absolutely sort of through the airwaves and whatnot. So it it was drunk right now. I'm, you probably dr- are you drinking one right now? No, I didn't know. Uh, otherwise, oh, okay. it, you know what I mean. I uh, okay. I see how it is. That's next cool. episode, cool. I guess, which will be the which will be episode have, one. By the way, I have. Me. That's I know. That's great. A week from today. Wow. wow. Uh, it's nuts. I have twenty. I have enough for like two an episode in the fridge. Here in the garage. Okay, I need it's, to get more it's, then. It's like one shelf to rule them all. It's a full I shelf feel, of. I feel like Pippin. Like just, I need to go just get the beer. Know. Gotta I, go get some more. I gotta get more. Yeah, <laughs> I will say, hey, but, I, I mean, the, yeah. the guy who I first I was like, hey, you guys got any of this? I showed him like a picture. He's like, nah, we don't have any. And I was like, melon, and he was like, come on. <laughs> all right, he led me through this maze. I went down. I was like, where <laughs> is where are we going? So I hear I like I'm actually heading down there like into this like like under like the marathon sort of like cellar and I hear in the background this just like ting ting and it's just like somebody's back there forging a ring and it's actually like they're actually just t- like like I don't know sealing the cans and like putting them in the thing and I'm like wow did he did he come to a conjunction though and he he looked and he said I have no memory of this place. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He started sniffing. He started. He got on the ground and <laughs> sniffed around. He's like, "That's this way. It's this way." Follow your nose. Oh yeah. my gosh. Uh, but it, yeah, but it is delicious. Um, and it's like even if it's just uh, if it's just uh, a marketing ploy. I mean, if you're a fan, you'll love it. Like it's really, it's a great beer if you like beer, and it's a really cool. Like the box is beautiful, and the design is the aesthetic is is gorgeous. So yeah, this is check deep. it out. Yep. Uh, we do have um, an advanced screening premiere that's happening. Yeah. You know, originally it was it was September second, right? Yep. And then it got pushed back to September first because September second is in some places of the world is September first, right? Sure. Yeah. And so uh, they wanted to make sure that everyone could watch it at the same time, which was your theory, like a while ago. You're like, dude, Lane, right. I think they're going to release it the Thursday before. I'm like, wait, what? Like it's supposed to be Friday. And I got you're the like, seeing no, stones, man. People don't realize yeah, it. But- you're like, you know what? Wheel of Time does the same thing. They do it 7 o'clock Thursday night before. I yep. think it's going to be Thursday night before. And sure enough, you're right. Thursday night, 9-1, September the 1st, 9 p.m. We'll mm-hmm. be able to see uh, uh, the show for the first time streamed on Prime. Yep. Which is we're going to watch that and record right after. But as you're going to be seeing it, and this is so exciting, right? On August 31st. Yes. Because I now officially have a Tolkien middle earth date I on know. my birthday i Shout finally have one out. everyone else yeah. in my family has very significant lord of the rings dates and right. here's mine mine is the official like, like first screening premiere screening yeah the whole of, yeah of this of the show and ironically it's, i will not be able to go right but that's I, okay because I, you're you're doing something else cool yeah i am I, so, I i'm getting some really cool tattoos done some small things that uh are going to be awesome one of them is lord of the rings themed yeah and yeah. another one is for is for vigo so yeah. they're they're super special and important and i'll get to uh get that ink done and think about you seeing escaping to the I'm, second age i'm and i'm calling you i mean i'm calling you that night yeah. like You're not i'm not gonna dang thing i'm not gonna spoil anything for you but i'm just gonna <laughs> I'll be sitting there just like you're gonna be like, what is going on? Um, that's all I'm. I'm not gonna be able to put words to it. You know what I mean? So, so I want once you talk about this because a lot of people tried to get tickets and couldn't because a they're limited to two like two a person right, right yeah, or yeah, two yeah. a transaction or whatever, 
and there it's in limited theaters. So you snagged two for you and Lottie. Yes, yeah. So Rose yeah. and I are going. I mean, yep. uh, next Wednesday, and it's gonna be at seven o'clock. Yeah. So what is it like? Almost a two-hour thing. I think they're showing the first two episodes. Yeah, first two so, episodes. Yeah, and two and a half we'll or be, something. I think. Yeah. yeah. So so that's what we will be streamed the next day. Uh, so that's nice because I feel like I don't know. Like I'll have a chance to process because you know me. I yeah. Sometimes you, you need a second to like pick up on on. That's a lot of screen time. A lot of different things to like. Okay, we're gonna watch it and then give our raw reactions the next day. So that will still be a lot of fun. And it's, yeah. it's sort of this big experience that we, I think it's a genius marketing thing, by the way. It, it really is. I, I was talking to Max. I was talking to Max and Cam about this because they both messaged us about like getting tickets. And yeah. Max was like, Max's, uh, Max Leaning's party was going to be more than two. And so he was like, ah, I can't like this. That sucks. Right. And he tough. thought about it and went back to get maybe a couple tickets. And it was like 90% sold out. Yes. Oh, yeah. And he was like, well, I just, you know, I'm not going to, this is not going to work. But we were talking about this. And I'm like, I almost, this could have been planned. It could have absolutely been planned the whole time that they were going to do this. Mm-hmm. But it almost feels to me like a pivot in mm. response to, despite what we've talked about, all these trolls out there, yep. the massive excitement and positive response to the show. Yes. I almost yeah. feel like it was, they were like, okay, last, not last second, but maybe like a few weeks ago or a month ago, they thought, okay, how can we bring this even earlier and make it like a cinematic event? Like event, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think this was always the plan at all. Right. Uh, I, I think so too, because, you know, you're going to have people come out for free. Uh, they got to kind of log in. They had, I think Cinemark was sort of their partner on this. And you Wait, get- the tickets were free? I didn't pay that's unreal i don't i had to just sign up they're now in my name i, I have like a little like that is like awesome candy voucher yeah and so yeah you, that's you, right then, okay yeah so the partnership is there like they're basically banking on these people are signed up we're in their we're in their email list now right a lot yeah. of us or whatever we're going to go to cinemark we're bringing that theater life back we're going to buy more than yeah. what the candy voucher is worth we're going to get popcorn and whatever else yeah and yeah. then and then for Amazon, we've seen the first two episodes. They know it's awesome. We all know it's going to be yep. epic. Everything yep. we've heard out there is amazing. So, okay, where do we watch the rest of this? Okay, yeah, Amazon. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, it's genius. It is genius. And it's really, it really, really smart because yeah. a lot of people, they've done this for years. Amazon had to figure out, this was years back, they're like, people have Amazon Prime. They just don't know what's yeah, all they in don't, it. They don't know. Wasn't your dad one of them? Yeah. I like, mean, my dad did. was one as well. Oh, it's so like, many well, of our dads. I, watch this? And, I yes. know. Like, like, all huh? the dads, all the dads don't know they can stream on Prime. And here's okay, so here's another interesting thing too. Right, I think we, I don't know if we talked about it or not. If we did, just tell me to shut up. But Sorry. I found it very interesting. Like Amazon streaming service has, at least on all my devices, and I think this is this has been universal. Like, for, it doesn't matter if it's my specific TV or device. It it's looked mm-hmm. very archaic. Like it has looked reminiscent of like Windows ninety eight. Very yeah. boxy. Like not very user friendly. Not aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> maybe yeah. two weeks ago did i talk about this already yeah yeah you you you, you okay. did but it, the upgrade it, it's much more it, it, it's on par now with hulu and netflix let I'm me like, let me tell you for though, a reason it is yeah. yeah it is but but jeff bezos the reason that hung around like that for so long is because <laughs> that's how he remembered the interwebs working so <laughs> watch i'm gonna get in big trouble jeff i love i i'm a huge fan and everything supporter it was all uh, a love letter to the yeah the early yeah. 2000s yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so we're keeping this the same uh so so the reason they're like all right look we really got to upgrade this because we got a big show coming and so yeah, then it switches to like oh if this helps the show then absolutely i'm a big yeah. lord of the rings fan so he yeah, says, Go ahead, that's do it. all i care about yeah but it's no 
master um, plan. I think it's cool. Yeah, there's that upgrade going on, and then people are going to be yeah. able to go, you know, from the theater right back and, and stream it, watch it again the next day, yeah. right? So yeah. it's just yeah. a, it's a really really cool move, and it really does bring sort of a that fan feel. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I don't yeah. know. It, it feels like you you're a fan. You wanted to support this project. Get out there. Get out yeah. there early. Get the hype going. Tell your friends. You got to go. Get, you, it's streaming tomorrow. Everybody can watch it. But you get that conversation because I think they're hoping for, and I think they will get record-breaking numbers um, oh, absolutely. that Every, Thursday. So Yeah, so, so I, I and I also heard, too, about, like, the uh, House of the Dragon premiere, right? Yes, yes. I heard some people responding to the premiere about how it was the most watched episode of television of all time. Yes, yes. Uh, what, a couple nights ago or whatever? Right, might be, I, might be changing, Lane. I mean, I, it might dude, be going back and forth. I was talking to the radio. I was talking to the radio because these guys never bring up Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. It's 97-1, the fan, the sports whatever and they're obsessed with game of thrones and yeah. i said to myself yeah for now for give now. it a couple weeks give it give, give it a time. couple weeks <laughs> it is going to especially with this with this with this run-up of this mm-hmm. um you know screening in the theaters it is going to blow every other show's premiere out of the water the, the cool thing too like thinking about a the fact that they're bringing it to theaters yes. shows like yes. this this yes. um it's paying homage to how we would have seen these movies, like the, mm-hmm. the origins of Middle Earth, of all of our fandoms. Like you go to the theater, you watch it in the theater. Sure. And then also like the fact that before I just thought like, oh, two episodes at once. Oh, that's just like, uh, hey, it's the first time. Here you go. Now it's making this whole prologue thing is making more and more sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost like we're beginning with this two and a half hour movie. A movie. Yeah. Flat out. Getting a we're movie. starting with yeah. a movie and then we're getting into a show. Well, almost. Lane, how about this? They must go together as like these two episodes. It can't oh, be like, remember? oh, here's a prologue episode and then here's the episode one of, of the third age or the second yeah. age. This it's is not what they be had like done though. Remember they had these two episodes yeah. and they sat yep. on these two episodes or whatever they did and that was the two yeah. that J.A. Bayona did and they were like, yep. oh, hold on, full stop. COVID was happening. They, they went to writing season two they started looking yeah, at other stuff like right. all those things that's were coming right. out that uh, my good friend in yours lane smith was covering all those years uh in in, in our dropping eaves because yeah. that was so cool to think about now we're, we're like wow okay this is all making sense and this is this yes. is why we're getting this big experience because something is i don't know the 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 start to this is huge um it's got to yeah. feel like this uh, on this on this grand level because we're stepping back into the, the fandom is massive for this. I have had more people asking me at work if I'm going to be watching this over House of the Dragon. People know I yeah. cover both. I have two <laughs> yeah. podcasts that I cover both. And and people have been literally knocking on my rings of power. You watching it? You like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be watching it, obviously. Okay. Yeah. You guys covering it? Yeah. Like, Lane, people that I didn't know knew that I – because, you know, I kind of like – I don't go out there advertising. I'm a right. broadcaster at work. I was shocked that so, some of the people who crazy. were like walked up to me were like, so you guys covering the show? I'm like – uh, yeah, who, who are you? I, like, I, I, so uh, weird. I, these people knocking on my door. I'm thinking, what did I do wrong? I sent an email. I pressed send on that draft. Yeah. I didn't mean to send. Daggone it. Um, and here they are talking about rings of power, which is awesome because it's really, really cool. I saw so yeah. many people around just in the store and carrying Hobbit books and reading uh, yeah. the books and stuff. My neighbor walked down to get his kids off of the bus and he was reading the Hobbit. And I can't. Oh, and Rosie so cool. was like, "Wow, are you reading that?" Like, like she's like, "Yeah, just just tore through the trilogy back at the Hobbit now." And I'm like, "Wow, okay, let's go." People are getting oh, ready. It's so exciting, man. It's cool. It's. Just, it's I just love it because it's just such a. I don't know. It's so different from. 
I don't know. It's just so different from every other. It's more pure. At it's least just... that I've experienced, like fa- fandom and fantasy yeah. and fantasy like story and uh, universe and everything. I mean, he he like literally revived the genre. Like he he made it something that I don't know that 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 became real. Mm-hmm. And then just it's such a cool shared experience. Like this is just gonna because we we have all these memories of like everyone talking about the movies and everyone like, like, uh, like Ishmael Cruz Cordova and like us, like, sure. Yeah. Remember heart of a warrior, heart of a warrior was essentially like us trying to make our own version of Lord of the Rings as little college dorks. Right. Absolutely. Like we all imitated this and wanted to be, that's right. Like these characters we saw on screen because they were honorable, because they were good, and because they fought for what was right, Mm -hmm. even when there was no hope at all. And because they saw it through, man. Because they saw, they saw it through, yes, and how great it translates, yeah. yes, and how it translates to real life and things that you oh, you never yeah. anticipate happening in your life that are thrown yep. your way, and you can, for me, more than any characters or any historical figures I've ever read, I tap into these pretend characters that uh, feel so real mm-hmm. that are the inspiration for like meeting those challenges and finding a way through and, yeah. and, and trying to, I don't know, do what's right. Even when, when, when no one's looking yeah, or, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or when it's hard. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that we're going to get another wave of this like shared experience is, is, is amazing. And yeah, I, really I don't is. know, like it's, the anticipation is it's wild. It's, uh, yeah. It's in a it's frenzy, through, frenzy through the roof, right my friend. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even yeah. know if we're going to be able to function. So that's, no. that's the cool thing. It's just like the, one of the, I don't know. I I'm, I'm on overload. I am more excited for this than I have been for anything else. Honestly, I'm Me a too. huge star Wars fan. I do yep. love game of Thrones, yep. but I'm not going to lie to you after. Yeah. I'm ready to battle some trolls. Yeah. I'm ready yeah. to actually go out here <laughs> Yeah, like I don't want to take the ring from Frodo, but if you need to, sh- I I will help you share the load. I know that that sometimes means that like maybe it's it's not my it's his burden, but like we all want to help, and we really do. And so I just I feel like I don't know, man. I, we're in this. Like I want I want to quote I want to quote one of my favorite scenes of something I just watched like two nights ago. Yeah, I would have gone with you to the end. It's the very fires of Mordor, oh. and then that pause and Frodo looking at Aragorn and saying, "I know." Yeah, yeah. Like, what a moment, dude. And that's just, it's, yeah, that's what this feels like. It's like we're about to go on a brand new adventure, and we're going to fall in love mm-hmm. with these characters. Like, I already have from watching from watching these trailers. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I, and I can't even, I haven't even talked about, like, how excited I am for, like, seeing Elendil oh, fleshed out my. some. Yeah, like, I... let's not forget, that's who Aragorn, that's the name Aragorn, his his forefather, that he, he yeah. cries out when he's in battle. It's his battle cry. Yeah. Elendil! Like, <sighs> to see him I got you. I just got you. And realized, <laughs> and then the, to find out who the stranger is and, like, all these different things, it's just going to be, oh, it's going to be man. unreal. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. Okay, so you're going to the premiere. It's going to be awesome. You're going to yeah. try and bite your tongue yes, and not yes, give yes. me too many details, but I'm going to try and force them out of you, so you have to promise me you won't – I don't even know how we're going to do this. It's going to oh. be the most tense 24 hours I've had in a while. Uh, I know. Well, not really. Not really. I might but, just you know, start, like, like, typing out what I want to send to you and just give you one letter every <laughs> hour. You know what I mean? 
sort of like I start spelling uh, out Saruman's name. I'm like, yes. oh shoot, no, you know, oh, I start no, like, no. and then like two hours later, a what the, hey, is uh, it Sauron or Saruman? And then I spell it wrong, and it's like, as oh, eh, classic, as eh, let's go, it. let's go. Anyway, um, um okay, yeah. so did you want to do kind of a, uh, just in because we what we've talking about like three hours now, two hours, yeah, which yeah, is fine. Yeah, this but, is great. Um, yeah sort of like reactions to the newest like the latest trailer or any of these um sort of like featurette dumps that have happened because i have like one specifically i can talk about actually one one yeah, real quick yeah. before you give me some of your big takeaways did you notice it's i think it's probably pretty easy to spot but for me i was proud of myself <laughs> the sure. hobbit that i am that i that i spotted this but it usually takes me years to notice things but when 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 Galadriel is taking in the newest trailer, when Galadriel is taking um, Finrod's like pointy dagger, which we realize now was his, right? Yeah. From his from his corpse, on his chest, like the wound, it looks like the same like Sauron mark that we see. Oh um, from my. the sword, and even around the meteor man, and all these different or like like sh- forming in the the ice or whatever in the um when they're when they're about to battle the ice or the snow troll and they're getting whatever they're getting, it looks like that mark is like on his chest. Like I don't know if the Morgoth or Sauron like brand him as they were killing him, or sure. is it something that the orcs carved into his dead body, or is it something as he passed like showed up? I don't know, but I did notice it looked like to me anyway. It didn't look like just a normal wound. It looked like that that eye slash sword uh, emblem that we've seen time and time again in the trailers. I'm, I'm, I'm getting chills. First of all, so yeah. I, I we've, we've probably already split this episode up into two, so which is probably a good thing because it's going to go three <laughs> hours. This is great because I'm, I'm looking at this trailer again, and the way they're getting surrounded, as you said, like the markings on his body. And yeah. Think about the sacrifice. Maybe this was sort of yeah. like he, it gave his life hunting the enemy, but maybe there's more to what the scene here. Maybe yeah. these guys are fighting to defend somebody else to get away. Or, you know, or the, there's oh, there's something, wow. another yeah. layer that he's screaming and crying out, and you're like, no. oh, yeah. oh, my oh, it's so goodness. Good. That's it been looks... one of my favorite shots that they've shown. Like that shot yeah. right there to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, this could be the entire first stage, and that would be fine. Like, if that's all we see of the first stage, I'll be yeah. satisfied because so, it's so. It I, reminds me of the of the, uh, the the last alliance of men and elves too. Like, it's very reminiscent of that that we've seen in the past in the prologue of the fellowship. It's just so. Well, it's just so well done. It's this, so well done. This, I don't. We are. We've been saying it over and over. We're not ready. Look at the on his arms, man. He's all cut up, and he's I got the, the dagger. And like you said, there is the, the marking is exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. I thought I caught that, but no, yeah. So anyway, good man, I didn't see that. One of my one of my quick takeaways, uh, and I only have one other one. That's that's really because we've kind of talked about the stranger bending the trees behind him, him being like surrounded by wargs, which I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. You brought up Arondir. The, the newest featurette where it's not just a Rondir running away from the orcs. It's it's Theo and it's Bronwyn yes. and it's possibly, probably Bronwyn that he's catching that arrow from hitting and then, you know, stringing right up and shooting back. Yes. Sir. And that it's the orcs that are pursuing them. Um, yeah, yeah. So like, right. well, those were some of the biggest ones for me. And then also just all the Hallbrand stuff, like of, uh, you know, him obviously being some kind of like ex either self exiled or, or exiled from Numenor. Um, but a Numenorian who's like not welcome there anymore. And like his backstory, it seems kind of interesting in the bottom. Yes. Galadriel will have, and then the stuff with Durin and, 
Sid, oh gosh, what's what's the queen? What's his Disa? Disa. Okay, yes, yes. Their sort of like relationship. It almost seems like too some of the clips we've had or the dialogue between them. It almost seems like she's kind of power hungry, and she's like, "This is going to be our kingdom someday." And like, is she going to make Durin the Fourth turn against his father? played by peter mullen oh boy because we have that we had that conversation then we still have the newer dialogue that came out where he says i will always be with you my son and i will always i will always support you you know and then and then we also have this counter dialogue with gil galad and elrond where it's like you know you promised to kept you promised to keep Durin's secrets but what if your own people are sacrificed for that Uh uh-huh yeah yeah so what's going to happen what kind of treachery is going to happen there what kind of betrayal might might happen um yeah so those are some of the, like the bigger ones and then i have one that i'll talk about after yours because it's uh um it's not like super interesting but i thought i found it very um uh very like different anyway okay okay yeah. so we're yeah. yeah we're kind of talking about the the promotional pieces out like any of this yeah any, any of this anything stuff the last couple of days yeah because the, the yeah. trailer was just two days ago from our recording yeah and then yeah. we have uh, again every day since which uh, every, every almost every hour we're getting just like more and more things so yes. for me you, you mentioned some really good ones um g- g- flat out just go it's a minute uh, it's 139 <laughs> and it's the stranger holding the apple uh, yeah, it yeah. is, you know, you see that, that symbolism, you know, like a, a, a mystic giving a fruit normally the other way around. Right. So, uh, oh, a witch yeah, or a yeah. wizard giving, passing yeah. on, you know, normally, so this sure. accepting a fruit or just innocence and fruit, whatever you want to call it. This yeah. is so cool. Look, just look at the robes. There's no way that's not a wizard. There's no way that he's not a, a, a wizard of some kind, whether Radagast or whether, um, Gandalf or Saruman or one of the blues. I am okay, I'm all for it. I do have a question about that robe though, right? Like when he arrives in the meteor, he's naked. He is absolutely He ain't got naked. no clothes on. So where does he get this robe? Where does he get a man-sized or starry-sized or, you know, elven-sized robe? True. Yeah. Do, do you think that Nori makes it for him or is it something they have laying around or does he Maybe. conjure it up himself? Right, maybe he uses what like 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 some magic. He's he's like you said, he's yeah. a delirious, and then he he saves them or helps uh, her, and then passes out, and the next thing you know, he's clothed. She's right. clothed. Yeah, yeah, she's doctored him. Kind of like and, Gandalf from when Gandalf in the white awakes in the snow and he's totally naked. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's back. It's back. Um. So so yeah, that is um that was really cool. The underwater yeah. shots of Galadriel. First oh. of all. Can I just say, and I even want to say of Daniel Wayman and everyone, all, all, Diza, all of them, Ishmael Korda, the most beautiful cast. Just oh, I wonderful, know. I know. literal, I mean, beautiful, like, costuming, all of it. Yes. It is yeah. out the wazoo. So, Dude, the, the addition we have of her pulling that, we, we had seen her in the water before in these different shots, but now seeing her, like, pulling Finrod's, like, dagger, dagger out. Yeah, yeah. Like she's gonna fight if this is Almo, she's gonna fight Almo. If it's a sea dragon or uh-huh. something, she's getting ready. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's 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 really cool. And then again, just um yeah, it's I don't know, man. It it all just looks beautiful. There's so many different shots they snuck in there of yes. these vast landscapes and stuff. Yep. With yep. a little more stuff some, with the more yeah. stuff with the orcs too. Did you notice that? So much yes, more Yes. Uh, like like combat and even just the orc that one uh, like sort of TV spot um, featurette that 
was mostly the orcs and Sauron. And also, did you notice that like Galadriel saying the name Sauron was paired with the Black Hand? It really, I did. Joseph okay. Maul, like she says Sauron, and we're seeing that Black Hand. Uh, you know, Joseph Maul's figure walking through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the 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 um, all the orcs wearing skulls on their. As right. helmets in the tent and everything, so very interesting. Also, also, I, I brought up last time, Emma Horvath is just, yeah. just here walking down some low key meat. Like, yeah, like yeah. ears are hidden. By the way, uh, Ooh, situation Be- because I believe she is elven, right? Half elven or is? Uh, oh, she's well. What, she's, is, a what sealed, is she? she's a sealed or sister. She's a. Oh, that's she's confirmed. A Numenorian. Yeah. Yep. Really. So yeah, what's her name? Yeah. Her name though is is kind of weird, isn't it? It's yeah, like a... I don't know what it is. She's a she's a created character. Like she's not she's not right. one of the canonical ones. Uh, but I think she I think it's confirmed that she is a sealed doors sister. Okay, well that's kind of cool. Me on that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so no, is, I, she's here. She gets this like blue kind of um because it's what the queen is wearing as well too. That makes a lot of sense because yeah, the queen has the yeah. same um little like the embroidery or whatever on the on the yeah hem or whatever and different stuff yeah so that looks really neat i just yeah. kept thinking i don't know why i kept thinking she was like because you do see gladrio and others there who are you know uh showing up talking to numenorians or whatever and i'm yep. thinking like yep. are there other elf like characters who are there that are like maybe on oh, the yeah yeah like, under, like, like hiding that undercover. they have you know what i mean yeah hiding their ears or whatever and trying to blend in a little bit to that do that's Interesting you bring up the garb, too, because when you see Galadriel in some of those shots in Numenor, like when that – that uh, I'm thinking of the cover of the soundtrack where she's clearly in Numenor and the, the flowers yeah, are starting yeah, to, yeah. To, to, like, fall off of the tree. She's in, like, a similarly, like, blue – like, she's wearing uh, – obviously, because she gets on this raft, right, and she's in almost nothing. Yeah. Paul Brand is going to bring her to Numenor. She's going to announce who she is. They're going to welcome her or whatever, and she's going to be dressed in the – and then she's gonna the new the new Numenorian garb. She's gonna go to the queen. She's gonna look in the palantir. All these things. It's very interesting that you can we can start seeing kind of the, how the story is gonna develop. But sure. it's not ru- it's not ruining it. You know, like we can see that storyline kind of going at least in terms of different shots that we've seen and piece starting to be able to piece it together now. Um, and then also even like stuff with the Southlanders and Arondir and the orcs. How they're all gonna have their own kind of like arc and storyline. Um, and then like Linden and the elves with, with, uh, Moria and the dwarves are going to have their own kind of like storyline. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see how these things are sort of lining up a little bit, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I thought that was really, uh, though another thing I caught from Numenor, did you notice that like the sails, uh, they look kind of funky. Like when you see the ships sailing into Numenor and you're seeing them from behind, mm-hmm. the sails look kind of funky. And I was like, where have I seen that shape before? It, it, it evokes like the same look of the Gondorian helmets with the uh, gall wings. Okay. Like especially sure. how the, uh, remember how the, tr- the tree guards, like the Citadel guards have mm-hmm. like the wings that go off to the side as well. And it's kind of like this, uh, yeah. like, like rippled sort of like uh triangle shape in a way. And it looks very much like those sails. I thought that was an interesting, like visual. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that call back is. or call forward or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, cool. Uh, the the last thing, I guess, the big thing too was you you mentioned the stranger bending those trees, and I'm just yeah, looking, dude. Uh, <laughs> and, and you think of you think of Sa- you think of Saruman, and he used to. I mean, what Treebeard says, right? 
um, yeah. seem to be in 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 and among them, walking the 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 forest oh and whatnot. Oh my so, gosh! Oh my gosh! I, dude. I, I'm telling you, it's it, I'm telling you, I've not seen nor has anyone said anything to me. I don't actually even think in the first two episodes you're going to find out who the yeah. stranger is. So I yeah. think we all can speculate on that. Um, watch again, ten minutes in. Ten minutes in. <laughs> I just, but it's it's Saruman, and I think it's cool. So Man. anyway. Um, yeah, cool. So yeah, I'm just I'm with you on all this. I think it's just so cool. It's so much, so overwhelming. It's hard to process. Yeah, I know it's I really hard to process. I can't wait to see um, it. So uh, I can't either. Uh, One week so away, other, baby. I can't believe it, man. I can't. And the first Hobbit hotline is going to be amazing. Um, oh so, yeah, so, let's so, let's so, just so. say to people too. By the way, while you bring yeah. up the Hobbit hotline, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, Tuesday, first one's Tuesday, right? Yes. So don't want to forget this because I don't want people to be confused. Um, we're first one's on Tuesday. Yeah, that'll yep. be and the Tuesday, rest are on Mondays. This, yeah, so that'll be um yep. September sixth from yes. eight thirty until ten thirty eleven, uh, yeah. Eastern Standard Time, and then every yeah. single one after that will be on a Monday. So on the yep, yep. So um, cool. And then uh, also like fair fair to kind of mention now. I, I guess we can do it for our first uh, reaction episode too. But like. Mm-hmm. We're we're not gonna. We both talked about this, and it just seems like the most sense. A because we're not experts on the second age. Yeah. And also because I don't I don't know what good it does to constantly compare the show to the text. I don't know. Like when I yeah. watch the movie, I don't do that all the time. I do some, but like we're not going to be. Uh, our reaction episodes are not going to be the place for like critique on the show veering away from or staying true to yeah the second age the text we're we're just going to kind of treat it as its own thing and as its own interpretation of middle earth and we'll obviously like after as each episode goes on we'll go look into and see what was yeah some easter eggs or something right like there's like a cool easter egg if we find it again it's the initial reaction so we're gonna have just seen it um but absolutely try to kind of if we see him we'll, we'll jot him down yeah, and, and obviously we'll be having our, our, our circle guests on, and some of them know a lot about the Second Age. And so Absolutely. we'll be able yeah. to kind of hash that out during that time, and we look forward to like learning from from their expertise as well. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not going to be the – I mean there are other podcasts and other channels for that where you can get that kind of like critique of – you know how true is it to the second urge and we're just not uh as you guys know already we're not like the place for that we're but not dennis anyway. robin has been mentioned too many times on this podcast for us to be those guys oh so. my god yeah and the other pj phil jackson uh yeah okay. <laughs> but dude the, the one really interesting like maybe the most unique and different thing i've caught from one of these i can't even remember if it was in a trailer or i think it was like the harfoot um uh, like featurette, like they've f- done featurettes on stories of second age is what they're calling it. Right. It mm-hmm. starts yeah. with that whirling map and then it goes to a different place. There's Numenor, there's more, there's Moria, there's the Harfoots. And the one with the Harfoot has a very interesting clip and it's not like BTS stuff. It's like a clip that feels like it's going to be in the show. Yeah. And it's from, it's, it's of uh, the character that Dylan Smith, remember uh, Dylan Curley? Yeah. Remember Dylan, Cur- yeah. Dylan Curley, codename for, as his codename for us. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan Smith's character is like breaking the fourth wall, or at least um, seemingly breaking the fourth wall and talking to the audience, like talking mm-hmm. to the camera and talking about, I can't remember what the line is, but he's like, we Harfoots are whatever. And he's like telling us, as the audience who the Harfoots are. Yeah. Yeah. Now it could be done in a couple different ways. It could be done like literally just, uh, addressing the audience, which would be something totally, well, I'm not gonna say totally different. Cause I think there is precedence for this. 
mm-hmm. but set, but uh, at least in the approach, different we've never seen before. Or it could also be like maybe a compilation of him explaining who the Harfoots are, and then it uh, us like cutting away or cutting back to uh, him talking to like the stranger or somebody. You know sure. what I mean? Like, yeah, almost yeah. like it's like a montage of he wasn't really talking to us. It was like um, you know just an artistic way of him of us cutting away to him explaining who the Harfoots are as he's telling another character in the show, as opposed to us. But I'll tell you where the precedence is for me is concerning hobbits. Concerning hobbits. I was going to say. Yeah, baby. Concerning hobbits and the fellowship of the ring. If you look at that, like it fits now because we've seen it so many times. Um, But if you think about concerning hobbits in the fellowship of the ring, it is kind of almost like this little mini movie, this featurette, it's taken directly from the appendices. It's not done the same way in the within this the the narrative story of the Fellowship of the Ring. Mm-hmm. And to me, it if if it's done this way, where uh, Dylan Smith's character breaks the fourth wall and talks right to us, I almost feel like again, it's a more deconstructive, more deconstructed, sorry, more primitive way of doing concerning for hobbits yeah, because yeah. an appendices is like. We're, we're seeing Bilbo is talking to us, even though he's really just writing well, it you're right. in this description of the Hobbit. So it's almost like he's talking to us via the the appendices that he is writing concerning Hobbits. So a, a less formal, more primitive way to do that would be to have a character just turn straight to us and tell us about the Harfoots. Mm-hmm. And it might be kind of jarring, and I think a lot of people would hate it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. To me, but to me, it like it almost is – like I said, just a a stripped down version of what well, concerning hobbits is, if, and it would if, be really unique and cool and set set the show apart in a way that yes. you know again would make it awesome and unique. Because when you circle that moment, you say, "Hey, why did they do that, or why would they do that?" There is a reason, yep. and that's that's what yes. you're saying. So when yeah. you look at when the when the hobbit starts off too, you have that, that narration feels very like we're mentioning you know the game of golf or you know golf and so, or whatever yeah. you know like we're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, all these different things, and so you're like, hold on a second, what? And it's it, then it slowly sort of like I don't know dives into the the longer you you go along with Bilbo and Frodo or whatever you get taken away into their story. But at the yep. start of it, there definitely is some. The narration just feels a little different. It the, and yeah, you know? and they the, like these characters they they need explanation too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. maybe there are some people who've never seen Lord of the Rings and they're going to see the Harfoots. They're going to be like, "What are these?" Or they might be confused and think, are Harfoots hobbits? Are they not hobbits? Like what? So it their their very existence might demand this in the same way that mm-hmm. you know it was demanded in Lord of the Rings. So yeah. I just thought it was really an interesting way. If it is, and it's again, it's a very short clip. I don't think it's the full clip that we see. I think it's kind of trimmed down, and the the voiceover is uh, bled onto other uh, scenes, right? Um, to kind of keep it brief and short, but like it it appears that he's looking right at the camera and I'm like, this would be a really cool way to do a, like a less, uh, like a, like a, a less formal in a sense, um, concerning hobbits for the yeah. Harfoots. It would be a really cool way cool. to, yeah, it's interesting to have it realized, but yeah, anyway, uh, yeah. cool. Can't wait for it. Um, I know, I know it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. we're, yeah. Um, hey, I do. So before we get off here and everything, I want to mention 
Um, Hobbit Day is going to be coming up, right? So yeah, we're, it, we're, it's, yeah. it always comes around. Uh, it's it's it just you got to wait for every it every year. Every year, it, it, don't it, ask Kurt Jones what what day it's on from year to year, though. Yeah, it's a that's, little confusing for confusing. Right. Confu- <laughs> yeah, I'm confundled. Yeah, I'm comfortable. Uh, but the, the so we do have actually so we um, Claire Hug actually reached out to us. And yeah. shout out, Claire's been listening for, I guess, the past year or so and and uh, came to an episode where we did our own Hobbit Day celebration and we had yeah. uh, an unexpected party. So yeah. we, because of COVID and different things, the last one got canceled and we didn't reschedule. She has invited uh, us and you guys essentially uh, to this party. So if you're in the Facebook group, I've, I've asked for permission to put the link in there or even, inv- you know, invited a few people who had came to ours who I think might be mm-hmm. interested in this area. Yep. So it's over in Indiana. And I just wanted to yep, mention West it's, their, it's their sixth annual. Yeah. So That's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. And if you go check it out, so I'll, I'll try to put a link. I'll make sure it's okay with her first. Uh, so if you don't see the link right away, check back and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put it in there because I, if she says it's cool, I want to, uh, show some some photos. They 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 look beautiful. They have yeah. costumes. They have all sorts of stuff, and it's just really cool. So it's this thing that's kind of kind of grown. And I don't know how big they want this thing to be or how you know whatever. So, uh, but there is a way to okay. even if you wanted to support, they've got like a Venmo and stuff just to support people. Kind of bring that's their own cool. stuff. It's really really cool. And so it was neat yeah. to be invited to this. And uh, not sure if I can make it yet. I got to kind of check yeah. with Rosie. And but yeah. if we can, it's only like a five hour drive. So. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just out, out to the West Farthing, right? I mean, right, it, it is right. cool. Like, I, I caught some of those pictures, too, and I was like, man, this is this is really cool. This is where the, like, the long-expected party was was headed, you know, before yeah. uh, things just kind of changed, uh, in, in a sense, uh, unfortunately. But, um, right. yeah. yeah, no, I think it's awesome. I think if people can get out there, they should. Uh, it would be a real – and if the uppers are unleashed, man, it would be – I don't know. I think this party could almost even – double or triple in size you know yeah. I, I would go claire be careful be a, careful what you wish you uh it would definitely turn into a gross well I'll just, know, it would uh, it would right of, they, of hobbits so yeah they've got um, a lot of wizards and elves dressed up there but i'm like you they, we're yeah, getting a lot of hobbits running over there it might get a little crazy i know feet. it's hobbit day but uh <laughs> not so sure get ready get ready yeah, um fun yeah. Uh, so yes, amazing, uh, amazing things going on in uh, the not so middle earth, the real earth we have here. Um, just another quick shout out. Uh, came home today, picked up the mail, and Sarah had ordered a box, the uh, the Middle Earth pack from Firelight Fables, uh, from Casey. Mm, let's go. Go, ch- go check them out. Uh, I'm not sure if Fire It Up still works as a promo code, but it doesn't matter anyway. Just, just go get some candles. They're incredible. They're amazing. Um, they really are. Like I, I know I say it every time, but, uh, you can put any candle compared to them and I will choose Casey's every single time. They're, they're wonderful. And the Smith family is a candle family. So yeah, you are as knows that don't forget the uh, sniffing baby. Don't forget the sniffing ever. So go check them out, buy some candles, support a, a wonderful artist. Um, and then go get some coffee. Mm hmm. Go get some coffee from Dr. Bean Coffee Company. Charlotte makes some amazing uh, coffee. She and, she and Dean uh, uh, work that uh, um, a company in, in an incredible way. And there's the the Up Blend, which is incredible. But just go get, go get one of theirs. They have all kinds of cool, uh, innovative things they're doing all the time. And, and new new roasts and new new uh, styles of coffee, which is really, really cool. Yep. And then um, uh, 
Weird Leather and Mead. I uh, wanted to give yeah, them a shout out. Yes. Our buddy Travis. You know, uh, I might be seeing be out him. There. I might you're be seeing be him. Out. Yeah. And listen, I messaged him and I said, oh boy. If, if, if Ez doesn't bring me back a bottle of mead, Travis, oh I think my. it's over, man. Oh, I think the boy. relationship is over. And Travis said, if I don't see Ez, wow. I'm just going to have to march my little butt over to Ohio. This podcast. Smack, his, smack right. his lower back ponytail. Stray but a little. And we are <laughs> off off the airways here. Uh, <laughs> holy. That's funny. I, I, I'm actually excited because, you know, uh, again, shout out to Travis, by the way, was on the Friendship Onion and got to talk yes, about his, yes. his mead, sent them in a bunch and stuff. And they were featured in the Portland, um, uh, the, the big Portland, you know, yeah, newspaper. Yeah, the Portland Chronicle. Whatever yeah. it's called, yes. The, 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 the Daily Portland Portlander. Visioner. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, uh, the Mount Hood. I don't live there. Like I don't that. live there. So uh, they're big newspaper. <laughs> I'm not trying to insult them. I think it's great. But uh, yeah, they, they, they're even on their new, like a news program. So yeah, and he's been, he has been a supporter of us for so long and he's been in the group. Oh, yeah. You guys know him. He's been working on his craft for, for so long. Uh, does leather work as well too. So. Should really uh, be featured in the guy. show, man. Like his, Get his work's on. awesome. I mean, Somebody, he does awesome stuff. Stuff, so hey look get, get let, travis on prime lane and i are never leaving the kids table all right uh Heck no proud to, be all, proud to be left off all the lists since 2018 baby just like them hobbits baby like just, just like those <laughs> hobbits yeah that's so. right we we are good with that, but people like Travis and, and people like you know, there's so many cool people out there doing different you know fun things, whether it be candles yeah. or you know making their own mead and just just tons of cool. We're celebrating freaking you know Brew Dog and Fellowship IPAs. Absolutely. I mean, like do Absolutely. your thing, and, and if you're if you're a fan yeah. of it, just I don't know, l- let it ooze from every every. Um, oh, whoa, okay. boy! All right, uh, uh, poor. I don't wow. know. Anyway, oh, uh, boy. <laughs> oh boy! Somebody give me a coordinator. Poor. Oh, anyway. Uh, all right, the forge is getting to me up here, man. I get delirious. Three hours, and I'm I've sweated out every bit of uh, of oh water I've ever gosh. drank in my entire life up here. Uh, oh, I did want to give another shout out. They don't need it because they they're uh, you know the official ring supplier of the show. But into the fire jewelry, uh, I mentioned last yeah, time yeah. that my my mom and my dad uh, overly generous and um, uh, purchased me a ring. Uh, my dad also got one as well. So my dad's hilarious. He's like, are we going to get like, uh, we're going to get like progress reports. I'm like, what are you talking about? Dad? He's like, you know, like updates on how the rings are going. I'm like, oh, no, wow. they're n-. I was like, no, that this is- I like, they'll let, probably let us know when it ships and then we'll get a tracking number. He's like, oh no, 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 no. They're going to have to show me like photos of the process. Oh, I'm my like, dad, I like that. Just cause you're a Smith doesn't mean you get to see inside the forge. Yeah. We were probably poop Smiths. Okay. That's probably oh, the kind of Smiths we gosh. were cleaning up the streets. All right. But right, right. Uh, anyway, um, the ring, uh, I don't know exactly the, the window for production of those rings is like 15 to 25 days. So I'm, okay. I'll probably be getting mine like middle of the season, which will be awesome. I'm never taking that thing off dog. Yeah, I, yeah. The one I ordered looks like something Aragorn, woodware i'm pumped i'm pumped um and people are are slowly like discovering them because you know gilgalad's wearing like three of their rings Mm -hmm. and during the fourth has a big old massive slab of the god's ring right there on his finger so yeah they are going to blow up um and uh from all accounts that i've seen like their quality is incredible and just a cool little trinket you can get yourself that's associated with the uh with the films yeah, so the films, um yeah. i think i even saw someone post 
like Gilglad's ring, and they're like, "Hey, I got Gilglad's ring," and I'm like, "Wow, that's that's cool. pretty cool." Yeah. And it was the gold one too. I'm like, "Dang, you also have uh, mm. some nice flexible income. That's awesome." Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, so many exciting things. Uh, this as I'm gonna, I didn't wasn't gonna say this on the episode. I think this is the best episode we've ever done. Whoa, let's go. All right, I'm down. I think to me, start having, to finish, we just created a masterpiece, my friend. Lane, I'm having so much. The thing is, man, like I was just thinking throughout the episode, I'm just like, and you know, you guys are, thank you for, you know, some of you who hang in here all the way at the end when the forge is still just, uh, you know, <laughs> the embers. Oh, God. Just embers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just sucking them down here, dry as I'll get out. Uh, <laughs> give me a glass of red uh, so I can. You know, oh, just finish myself. Anyway, but no, it's so much. Fun. It, it's so it's so ridiculous because we just laugh and just chat and just just get after it. And that's what it's always been about and always will be about. We just enjoy it, and uh, we're just gonna be right here, guys. We're not gonna be anywhere else. Uh, Old Lane and Ez are just two two hobbits who just enjoy yep. chatting about the things out there in, in Middle Earth, and it's been it's been a yep. blast, man. I am. I don't even know. I I <sighs> Lane. I don't know if we're, we're gonna be functioning. Fun throughout the thing i think we'll no. do we're gonna do where we need your guys's help okay we need you guys to actually call for the for the hobbit hotline Please. we we need our guests to to uh pop in and tell us what's up because we're gonna be like just i don't even know man like dumbfounded just mouths open i, I don't know if i'll be coherent uh, I, I mean if a, if a soundtrack has me this shook like i i don't know what the show is gonna like in combination with the visual aspect i'm gonna be i'm gonna be catatonic like I'm gonna be, oh, i just ah, I, ah. I can't wait because i know we're such uber fans and we just we and so are you guys and so we're all gonna be just like pulling our hair out walking around pacing just, you know <laughs> clapping crying talking to the walls did you see what happened last night yeah <laughs> uh, it's so funny so i um the two teachers i work with they they are not lord of the rings fans they're amazing uh, wonderful yep. people that I love working with, uh, but they're not Lord of the Rings fans. <laughs> the other day, so I I was freaking out about the soundtrack, and I had to explain to them what it was. And I'm like, I've never felt like a bigger dork in my life. Yeah, yeah. And they're just both like, okay, okay. Right. And um, the other day, uh, one of them, she's so funny. She asked me, she's like, so did that thing that you were excited about happen yet or come out yet? <laughs> I was like, oh my, I started dying laughing. I was like, I can't wait to tell Ed oh and Sarah that that was the best question I've ever had. Did that thing did that, that you were excited yeah. for happen yet? Did that and happen? Like, Are you yeah. good? Like, like, No, it hasn't happened yet, but it will. And I expect you to watch. I'm challenging them to like watch the show, which I, yeah. I don't know that. It's it's Although almost like them. she's like did did you finally <laughs> yeah. meet Santa Claus? Yeah. Did that happen yeah, like, for you yet? Are you are you yeah? yeah. Did you yeah? Uh, did the tooth fairy visit you? Is that kind of a that was, it was it was so sweet though like it was I know yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. um but yeah it's just like that's so funny it's just funny like all the different interests we have as people and and how oh for sure something yeah. can get some people so fired up and other things and the same thing someone else is like I don't really care about but we're, like we're um, the guys who are excited for you know football season and rings of power and yeah. everything else. So it's just absolutely. You know, I love all the things. All the things, yes, yeah. Yeah, Vigo's birthday is coming up September 10th. My Let's boy's go. gonna be a year old. Uh, so yeah, there's all kinds of excitement. Uh, mm. It's been uh, like you know we've we've we haven't done. This is interesting. We've maybe we've heard all the uh, the com- all the complaints of of the trolls who've said we talk too much personal life stuff, but uh, yeah, I don't. We don't really care about those trolls anyway. But True. we we there's just been there's a lot of stuff that. I mean, you've probably noticed that, I guess, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, that we haven't like been starting with Quick Castle last mm-hmm. like month or so. 
and like a lot of it is because there's a lot of things that um like i can't really even talk about my personal life right now so yeah it's just kind of a it's, it's a different state but just just uh yeah just know that like the smith family is still really really good uh mm-hmm. times have been kind of difficult lately uh like that's the most i can say but um yeah uh, like the one thing I'll say about my family and I'll take myself out of it because I don't feel like I even deserve my family, but we're the strongest family I've ever known. Like yeah, the stuff that we've gone through and continue to go through, I don't know how we do it. And it's only because of the the starting five that I'm able, able to even like keep up with the Smith six. Yeah. So all that, that's just, just a little short update on, cause people do ask, they, they yeah, message I mean, me and stuff yes. and I'm, I, I, I can't really give tons of details, but um, my son is still my hero. Uh, my daughters are still my pride and joy and my wife is still the light of my life. And so, you know, uh, when we get a dog someday, it's going to be real confusing because, you know, it'll be like the complete deal and I'll, it'll be like having Arwen back, you know, but, um, right. Right. Yeah. Like I can't, uh, I can't complain. Like, you know, when you, you and I have talked a lot about, um, you know, we've talked a lot about just, uh, I don't know, just um, the, the, uh, our own like things that come up in real life that are that feel yeah. feel as momentous as like events in Middle Earth, you know, and it can feel as dark and yeah. as looming as as Sauron himself. Oh yeah, Morgoth, yeah. you know, or, or trials, like yeah. walking into the land of shadow, right? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, trials. But just how uh, I don't know, like you're only guaranteed this moment. Mm-hmm. That you have right now the present is all you have and just to embrace it and to appreciate being alive because uh you never you never know you just absolutely never know no, and yeah. uh yeah yeah and, anyway, well and, um, and, and, and hey about, by the way because i mean i i can say from from the outside you know just you guys are you guys you guys are i i look to you guys oftentimes lottie and i talk all the time about your your family bond and the, just the way you guys carry yourselves and stuff so uh, from all of the the listeners, people who talk to me, just just know this, brother. You guys literally carry yourselves in such a way that I I am honored to be your friend, and I, I love you guys. I love you, bro. Literally love love you guys to death. I, yeah. I, the other day, I was just I don't know if you noticed I was at work, and I just I just pulled the phone. I was like, I'm just gonna, I, I, dude, I love you. I just uh, started just you know laying into you on on that because it's like, man, like you said, we just have this this mo- this this moment, right? We just have yeah. th- these these moments right now. People are listening. They're going about their day their day to day. You're gonna to see something out there on the road that you've got to deal with or yep. in your life and you got to rise to that occasion and sometimes we don't sometimes we also like don't know what to do or whatever but then the next time yeah. it's just learning and moving and keep going just don't stop just don't keep you like sam right see, see it through yeah. just keep yeah. going we, we don't make his... all the right steps yeah. but i mean yeah, yeah i just just encourage folks because it's Ah, uh, we said this when we were on a big road trip, man. It's just like sometimes you're out there fighting for the light and you're doing everything you can. And when you've got other forces, those evil forces, yeah. they, they try to find you and they try yeah. to take you down. Yeah. And so just just remember that if you're going through that, what whoever it is, whoever's listening, wherever, you know, just keep on fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just just remember that you're a great captain of the light. Yeah. And that's why they've targeted you. And, yeah. and you just got to you just got to keep 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 pressing on because keep pressing on, man. Yeah. I, and I I think too a lot about how we've talked about you know you and I have conversations with how we've been talking about like dark times and navigating really yeah. difficult things. And I think I don't know, I, th- I think a lot of times we try and like shy away from them or we try to avoid them. 
and I mean, it should be reckless. Obviously, you shouldn't like want right. to have, yeah. right. or or if manifest like really difficult things. But when difficult things happen to you and there's no way around them, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like you just have to, you have to find, you have to find a way to lean into it and find the light. I, I think that even they they do. They say that in one of the trailers. Find the light. Yeah, uh, I yeah. think it's Bronwyn. Bronwyn's probably talking to Theo. Yeah. Uh, find the light in the midst of darkness. You have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the only way to, like, make it through through intact. I think without like destroying things. Uh, and then also <laughs> like something that has been, I never, dude. <laughs> uh, never thought uh, like I'd have to experience is just. Or be able to give this advice in such a real like no one's gonna be able to tell like how real they're gonna just think I'm being stupid or something, but or 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 using a cliche, but just like mm-hmm. just absolutely don't take for granted like appreciate I should say appreciate every moment you have together with the people you love. Yeah, like every moment uh, because like times where you have to be apart. Yeah. And if that's something that you value more than anything in the world, uh, it is brutal. It's brutal. And yeah. so like, that's another reason that, uh, the show and like our, our buildup and our excitement again, and us recording again has been such a nice escape because it reminds right. me of those times, uh, yeah. uh, uh, of being all together and, uh, like that kind of like sense of normalcy, I guess. And also it helps me, uh, like not, uh, take a moment and not have to focus on like the, the pain of that, that you just like kind of carry around. So right. just, yeah, I would, I would just say relish those moments um, because yeah. they, they, they are all that matters. Uh, you know, like they're the only thing that matters being with the people you love. So, yeah. Yeah. But I know uppers will, man, I know they'll, they'll, they'll cherish. Yeah. Those times. And, uh, and we all need those reminders, man. Like that's the thing. Like sometimes I, like, like sitting over here, like on the smaller scale, it's like, like Lottie has to go, you know, like might yeah. have to leave me for a little bit. I'm sitting yeah. here going like, yeah. man, these are good yeah. days. You know, it's good. It's yeah. good to have those people in your life or even moments. It's, it's, we're all in different places, different phases, different times, but to pass that on, I think is good because we do, you know, like, like, like you yeah. said, or like just a few minutes ago, this is a freaking awesome episode. And I will go back yeah. and listen to it. It does. It, it yeah. harkens me back. Like I think back to, you know, it harkens me back. <laughs> it makes me think it makes me it reminds me of these these laughs right these in your in your dining room and you know your your kids yeah. like you mentioned arwen you know like walking around and all all the yeah, stuff man just, yeah yeah so it's just it's it is good it's good to cherish you know that that time the yes. pandemic we had we, everybody's had so many things just just yeah. going on and we just need to love each other be kind be be uh, have some grace for one another and just um yeah, if we can, just enjoy, enjoy this time. We actually are all right now yeah. getting a really cool show, too. You know, it's like a really – Middle Earth is back, and we are, like, fired <laughs> up know. to just be here at the table. So Yeah, it's so uh, exciting. I love yeah, you, brother. Just, to, just to be in the room. I love you, too, man. Uh, I'm so proud of – yeah, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of uh, this, this this podcast and this group that, that we get to be a part of as well, this, this yeah. uh, fandom. You know, yeah. it's just, uh, it's like, it really is an honor. Like the next time we talk, we'll be reflecting on, a <laughs> on an episode of a show that we've been talking about for, you yeah. know, four years and eight, nine months, you right. know, like it's, right. 
it's surreal to even think about. So, you know, we, it's, it's a big moment, big moment. And we're just excited to be here for it. Like to not even necessarily be a part of it, just to be here for it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And for the whole, whole, yeah, everything we're about to, about to see and experience together and hearing from all our friends and then the Hobbit hotline, you guys like, oh, please. again, can't, can't build that up enough. Like we, I know it doesn't seem like it, but I am sick of talking and I'm ready to just sit back and listen and react to, I have no idea what, and to hear from people we've never met before. And to also hear from people that we know Mm -hmm. on there and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Uh, and if not, I'll just have to do a bunch of impressions and that won't be nearly as exciting. Amazing for me. Uh, I'm just going to say, all right, all right, all right, 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 Elaine, coming back, coming back, coming back. And just, he's click, you know, whatever. Uh, maybe I can double as you sort of responding yeah, to you. You know what right. I mean? I could, and I think I might be able to play off myself. I could even oh, just maybe, gosh. yeah, maintain that illusion, but we, we want to hear from you guys so right. badly. And honestly, it'll just be a cool, like, it'll be like hall of fire. It'll be the, the records and the accounts of, of reactions of, of true fans of middle earth. And it will be really, really, uh, really, really cool to just be a part of as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, right, man. Yeah. Hey, that is, that is it. So again, like the podcast, uh, subscribe right there. Reviewer send us the old shadow facts. Uh, thank you for joining us. We'll see you, uh, in a week. Uh, keep watching and remember Sauron lives. Sauron lives. Sauron lives. Have you heard of a blood? Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.